ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm here today. Let me tell you something, and I know I've been saying this pretty much every interview so far, but this guy today, Jeremy Griffin, get out the notepads, <laughs> turn everything off in the house, get it, get the kids, get them a babysitter or something. Plug their ears. Plug their <laughs> plug their ears. Yeah, plug their ears. Your mind is about to be blown, all right? So I'm so fired up about this. I met Jeremy, what, not even six months ago, maybe? Six months ago, he was referred to us for, of course, a incredible sleep system. And he was in the showroom. And uh, and I had, at this point, I hadn't even really pulled the trigger on this podcast yet. But we we chopped it up for about 10, 10 15 minutes in the in the the flow that we had going on and the things that he was saying that I was picking up on, I was like, man, this, this cat right here. And, and just so you know, guys, he's 20, 29, 29 years old. I'm 50. And when I'm talking to this guy, I feel like I'm a child that knows nothing. I'm serious about this. So, and when you're listening and watching this, it, I'm telling you, get ready for this information here. It's insane. He, now he runs, do me, do me a favor here, Jeremy. Give me your uh, Instagram for everybody so you can follow you on Instagram. At official J Griff. Uh, at official underscore J Griff. G R I F F. Okay. Yep. Um, and then your your um, level up collective. Give me something about that real quick. Let's let's kind of just sum up what you do, and then we're gonna go back in time. You know the drill, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get to where you got get to what you're doing, and we break it down further. So give me a little summarize of what you do. Cool. One word, elevator pitch. Yeah. I help people break free of the matrix. Ooh, (laughs) I love the sound of that. So (laughs) you could kind of attempt to bottle up what I do by saying I help people achieve freedom. Yeah. The problem is when you start teaching freedom, you quickly realize that you can give people money. Yeah. They're still not free. Right. There's a mental piece. Yeah. There's a spiritual piece. Yep. There's a constantly paying bills piece. Yep. There's a feeling oppressed piece there's many pieces so the level up collective once started as helping people with investing yep um helping them retire yep but it quickly turned into something much much more that i'm sure we'll get into oh yeah you know consumer law common law the tax (laughs) systems banking systems monetary systems all of it because I quickly realized like as I'm helping people make more and more money, they're still not free. Right. You know, and there's this, there's this feeling that comes with paying bills month in month out and feeling like you're just earning money to pay bills. So then you need to earn more money so you can pay more bills so you can raise your lifestyle so you can pay more. Like, yeah, it's just, it's the rat race, right? It's the rat race. So there's that piece. And then there's, I mean, there's a lot of examples I could get yeah. into, but the tax system, right? Which like, we will. How incentivized are you to earn more if it just raises the bracket that you're going to pay taxes in? Yeah. So there's a lot of pieces to it, um, but I can't wait to get into this. I spend an exorbitant amount of my free time, and I have a lot of free time. You do, because uh, <laughs> I, you know, people I'm right now that are grind- like people that are right now that are grinder like, oh, really, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I work a few hours a week. Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> Um, and I spend all of that free time figuring out how to get ahead and play yeah. the game of the 1%. And I've done that for 
over five years now and yeah. it's starting to pay off. Oh, <clears throat> oh Jeremy. I you don't like I don't like playing games that are unfair. <laughs> and the and the game we're playing is it's completely unfair. unfair. It's very completely one sided. Yeah. Without question. Hundred <laughs> percent. So that's why I teach on these things, even though it brings spiritual and physical flack, if yeah. you will, into yeah. my life. Yeah. From whether it's projections or yeah. powers of be or whatever, maybe we could get into that. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But um, <laughs> I put up with that because it's it's worth it to me yeah. to have to be able to know, you know, on your deathbed that yeah. you contributed to equaling the playing field. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And one hundred percent. You know, growing up watching my parents, for example. Um, you know, they're going to work till they're like, for example, my dad can't even retire in San Diego. He has to move to, yeah. uh, to a state that doesn't have, uh, state tax yeah. before he retires and right. cashes out his retirement and everything right. like that. Yeah. He has to downgrade his, his living standard. Yep. He's worked his entire life for yeah. Scripps yeah. clinic. He yep. kills it and it doesn't yeah. matter. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Cause there, there's not financial literacy there. He didn't have access to the information I have access to yep. because of the internet. Yeah. The internet changed everything. Yeah. And then same thing with my mom living, you know, pretty much paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And it's like, these are adults. Yes. Adults. <laughs> these are, these are, uh, as millennials would say boomers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, that generation just didn't have access to what my generation now has. Right. And so I'm really just trying to decentralize and distribute that information. So I put out a lot of free education. Um, we have a free ebook, we have free webinars, and even on like, I pin things to my page, like yeah. story highlights. That's yeah. just a full, <laughs> Yeah, you want to go down rabbit holes, check them out. Oh my gosh. Um, just because I think that this should be like, yeah. if you, if your listeners hear what we talk about today yeah. and yeah. they go, that's fucking crazy. I yeah. would never do that. Yeah. Cool. At yeah. least you had a chance. Yeah. Everyone it, should at yeah. least have the yeah. opportunity yeah. Yeah. to yeah. make that decision. Right. right. Exactly. So that's where I'm at with it. And I'm, dude, I'm feeling this so much with everything exactly the way that you're saying it. You know what I'm saying? Because, and I, I was saying this, if people are listening or watching this and they're like, this is absolutely crazy. Come on. Hey, that's fine. You just weren't ready for the information at this point. If that's all it is. Because mm -hmm. this is real. This is real shit right here. This is real stuff that you're talking about. It, it doesn't get more real. And you know what? If they're not ready for the information, hey, it came across their plate. Jimmy crack corn, and I don't care if they don't do anything with it, right? I, on Sorry. the other hand, I'm doing something with this information. And I got, just just from talking to um, your girlfriend, Jax, last night, I'm already inspired beyond belief to tap further into who I am as a person and as a human being and why I'm here. And, the, and, and I can't believe, I'm 50 years old. You, you kids are just I'm, I'm blown away here. So anyway, with that said, let's go back. All <laughs> yeah. right. Let's, let's go back to little Jeremy. And it's not even that many years ago, by the way, no. which is what, no, he's like, no. <laughs> which is unreal. Talk to me about your childhood. Like what really, what happened? What was the event? What was the moment that you think that you started cl cluing in on the fact that, wait a minute, this system isn't right. Or maybe you became awakened or, you know, or go, or just tell me like your childhood. Did you have brothers and sisters? Were your parents together? Was everything smooth? Was everything great? Was there any events? Let's go back. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so I think the easiest base to lay would yeah. be, I was raised 
very strict Christian. Mm. Um, Interesting. I don't know if you would call that orthodox, but yeah. just yeah. very traditional. Yeah. You go to church every Sunday, you know, no sex before marriage. Yep. Not allowed to cuss. Yep. No watching anything that's <laughs> PG and beyond. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. You know, no sleepover at friends out. Like yeah. very strict. Yeah. Uh, very high standards, if you will. Yep. And so me and my sister, my only sibling, yep. I have an older sister. Yep. She's two years older than me. Yep. Um, you know, you can only take that approach to parenting for so long mm. before the pendulum wants to swing the other way. Yep. So in high school, um, me and my sister just decided to rebel hard you know, yeah. um, as we had a little bit more opportunities to, yep. when, you know, your parents don't have as tight of a watch on you or whatever yep. it may be. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so my, my rebellion phase, um, started with weed and drinking. Yeah. Um, but, but really what, what did it for me was, um, when I was 16, um, me and my friends started experimenting with LSD mm. and psilocybin. Wow. Uh, magic mushrooms, if you will. And where is this? Where where were you going to high school? Uh in San Diego. Oh so yeah. Patrick Henry. Wow. So Ooh. anyone who grew up here, you know <laughs> Patrick Henry <laughs> kinda has that really? reputation. Like the first day of my freshman year, I'm walking in like a scared freshman, like yeah. this is what yeah. high school is. Yeah. And in the middle of you the quad, be. there's a SWAT sting operation. They took down seven of the biggest dealers in San Diego and apparently they all went to Are you my school. Me? <laughs> like the biggest LSD dealer, the biggest ecstasy you... dealer, the biggest cocaine dealer, like just hands down like this cuffed. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm not oh going to last. God. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, cause wow. you know, it's very upscale white yeah. Jewish neighborhood. Yeah. Like it's not what you would think, but we bust in a lot of kids from yeah. all yeah. Southeast. Yeah. And yeah. So wow. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. Yeah. Um, it was this beautiful, you know, synchronicity if you will yeah. along with many things that we're going to talk about today yeah, synchronicity yeah, yeah. is just a recurring thing yeah, that once yeah. you're spiritually tapped in you just you just don't you don't doubt it anymore right you understand that Correct. there's no such thing as coincidence so yeah, yes yeah around the same time i'm experimenting with uh psilocybin and lsd what's psilocybin i've never even heard of this this is just magic what people call oh, mushrooms. that's it okay magic mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so this is just the psychoactive compound yeah. and the reason i call it that is because if i'm walking around talking about magic mushrooms yeah you're going to uh, instantly write it off and perceive it a certain way. Right. But we're now talking about something that's heavily studied and there's entire organizations around this and it's doing, it's doing transformational work wow. from people with depression, PTSD, yeah. um, cancer patients who know they're going to die, all sorts of things. So wow. people can look into maps. They're really Paul Stamets. Yeah. Uh, people like that. They're really pushing the, the science. And forward. isn't Aubrey Marcus in on this thing? A little he's bit. just a big supporter and he's had the people I'm talking yeah. about okay. recurringly on his podcast Got just it. to help yeah. awareness. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I'm experimenting with these things and around that time. <clears throat> and this is 16 years old. Yeah. How, who, who brought, they just brought it was there everywhere. So I, in high school, I, uh, dealed weed. Yeah. So yeah, my part of the whole strict Christian thing was my parents would never give me money. Yeah. I hated that. Yeah. So I've been a hustler for a long time. Yeah. Um, I've never had a job. Yeah. I figured out very quickly how to make money. Yeah. I mean, in middle school, I was selling candy. Yeah. And in high school, it turned into weed. Yeah. Um, 
I'm smart. I didn't go past that, but yeah. that's pretty Good. much. Yeah. So yeah. we might not be here today. anyway. So because of that, I just had, you know, connections and yeah. different yeah. things like that. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So, you know, each, every weekend or every few weekends, we'd be like, what are we doing this weekend? Yeah. All right, let's try LSD or yeah. let's do this or whatever. Just the experimentation rebellion yeah. phase yeah. of kind of that ang- anger of like, you know, uh, the church lied to me and yeah. my mm. parents lied to me and everyone's hypocritical. And you, I mean, you're coming up to age and yeah. you're realizing like yeah. all these things you were told not to do. Your yeah. fucking parents do them. Yeah. Right. And they lie to you about it. Yeah. And there's an yeah. anger in that. Yeah. That, that I yeah. didn't know how to process. And so it was just a rebellion. Wow. And, um, so I'm just going hard, right? Like yeah. ecstasy, MDMA, yeah. and, yep. Yep. uh, cocaine and just different things. Yep. Um, and in that there was massively transformative experiences because even though I was completely unconscious, mm-hmm. um, that, single experimentation with psilocybin and LSC altered the course of my life. Um, because in those States it opens, I mean, I, I guess the best metaphor would be to say that if me and you right now, yeah. even operating in a high level cognitively, yeah, we, I could say we're maybe tapped into 10% of what we could potentially perceive right now. Yeah. And when you take something like those, yep it opens it to about a hundred percent. Wow. And that's why you hear the things about like, Oh, don't do it. Like it can make you go schizophrenic or whatever. Like, yeah, well, that's a real thing. Like it opens you up to taking in a lot more than you can normally. So all of a sudden now you can be tapped into things you you've never thought about before. Right. Or you can have these downloads of like, Holy shit. I, that never even dawned on me before. Yep. Or you can, you know, tap into other realms, other dimensions, you know, different uh, levels of consciousness and all these things. So I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I thought I was just saying, fuck the system, yeah. but it really left an imprint on me. And and at that same time I was in this class and <clears throat> I did not like pretty much any of my classes in high school Yeah, except for like PE. Yeah. I'm in this class that was like my favorite class ever. It was the most memorable class for me from my entire schooling, which, and it was called art of film. Okay. And we studied the essentially the the symbolism, the metaphors and the real deep meaning behind different film. And this class showed me movies like V for Vendetta, hmm. The Matrix. We studied the actual symbolism behind these movies. Yeah. I was 16. Yeah. And also had just was continuously opening my mind. <sighs> so that's what you see what I'm putting together now. Yeah. So it was a perfect cocktail Whoa. of like everyone else in the room was just kind of fucking around, yeah, like yeah. not taking it seriously. Correct. And I'm watching this and I'm like, this is a fucking documentary. This is nonfiction. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you guys not get this? But it's because on the weekends yeah. I was going and doing different <laughs> things. And I also have always just been a little different. Yeah. Um, and so I took that very seriously. Like on the last day I cried, I couldn't even say goodbye to the teacher. Cause I was like, I, tr- I would try to tell him how oh, big of an impact he had on me and I couldn't. Me. And I was just like, oh, no I just way. felt embarrassed and I left. Um, but yeah. Now, what year What year was that class? That was, was meaning, meaning was that your uh, so that was that my was senior year? That was my senior year. So you didn't get I to that class until senior year? Yeah. I condensed 16 and, and 17 into what I was saying. Because okay. there was okay. a lot of like, experimentation yeah. and the rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. And at that same time, my parents uh, let us know that they were divorcing. And so now oh. me and my sister have like, this freedom we've always wanted because how can a single parent 
have eyes on you yeah. the same way that they can when they're working together. You know what I mean? Yes. So all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're at mom's house. We have more freedom. And then, oh, dad doesn't know what we're doing. You know, those types of things. So. And so let me ask you this real quick. You said that like the, the what you were saying is that parents, what you were, they were doing differently that they were telling you. Mm-hmm. And was the church doing the same thing? You said you, the, the church lied to you. The parents lied to you. What, what went on with the church? What would, and this, and I'm doing this because I know how full circle you're like, you're at now mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. then. Right. Right. So with the church, what, what were you seeing back then that turned you off? So it wasn't anything specific. I should yeah. clarify. I'm glad you asked yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like, you know, our pastor had an affair or right. it's nothing crazy yeah. like that. Yeah. It was essentially just the, my parents, I'm young, I'm growing up and my, how do I explain it? I'm looking to my parents to embody what they're, I'm looking for them to set the example of what it looks like to live, to walk with God. Gotcha. Okay. And so they're kind of a microcosm of what it looks like to be a Christian or to have a relationship with God. Right. But then behind closed doors, they're constantly fighting yep. and telling us that we're not allowed to do something, but they do it. Yep. And the hypocrisy. So it was, it's kind of that. Yep. So okay. I blamed God and the mm, church okay. for this. Yeah. And Got what it. took me until my mid twenties to realize was men are flawed. Yeah. Right. Right. Humans messed it up. Yeah. Humans took parts of the Bible out. Right. Humans rewrote the Bible. Yep. Humans created churches and bent things to be more about money and power and influence and control mm. than God's message. Yeah. And wow. I don't know how deep we want to go, yeah. but you know, <laughs> churches are 508 C1A non-taxable trusts. Yep. And that's the same type of trust that I run. Yeah. And so it's deep. Those yeah. donations you're giving, those are, that's a business. Yeah. That pastor's a salesman, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, um, you know, and that can be done in integrity and it yes, can be of done course. out of integrity. Absolutely. hundred um, percent. But yeah, so that's kind of just what I meant about it. Yeah. I, yeah. I really, um, <clears throat> I took my anger and disappointment yeah. in my parents, not yeah. setting the example I wish they set. Yeah. I took that out on, I guess the world, yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah. it got channeled at, at church and then yeah. went through the whole like, yep. screw you God thing yeah, and yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 it, but, and the biggest irony is that the way I did that was by doing things that connected me deeper. That's to what God. I was, that's exactly what I was about to just <laughs> yeah. say. Cause I, I could, never really, I didn't deeply meet God in church. Right. I mean, I had like, I definitely had crazy moments where, you know, that yeah. everyone's in the same energy and yeah. certain songs being sung and you just get full body chill. Sure. I definitely had those moments. Oh, yeah. And I've always had a intimate relationship with the creator since I was like a little kid. Like yeah. he would talk to me. Yeah. But the, it's like child's play compared to <laughs> when you take certain psychedelics <laughs> with the intention of connecting with the creator. It's just. And that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say was because ironically enough what stemmed you into actually running away and, and like re- quote unquote rebelling mm. was actually you connect, you actually connected to your, to the creator and your source. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
so all right so this is high school you you couldn't you couldn't uh even say goodbye you were you were so upset with the right was he just blown away was the teacher like wow nobody's ever gotten this excited over a film class Nah, i think he he was just like taken back because like he he used to always just call me jay and yeah. he was i kind of had the persona like i was too cool yeah but in reality i was just usually high and yeah. i just didn't talk much <laughs> but he was just like imagine the too cool kid in class yeah. like who doesn't really talk much like, yeah who's like mr smarty whatever yeah. like uh, just break down and cry in front of him so yeah it was a cool uh it was definitely a cool moment and yeah. you know that i don't know it's just life is weird like looking back on that like yeah. so much of what i do now like for example in the luc like yeah. i've done full-on master classes breaking down the matrix for people and like oh it's just like w like life always works in loops you know yeah and it's like he has no idea what he did you do know you, do you, now let me ask you this do you think he was doing lsd and all that stuff <laughs> I do, yeah. You do. He, he was one of the coolest teachers at the school. I think he had a really fun seventies and eighties. I think he had a really fun seventies yeah, and eighties. Yeah, that's, I mean, he had he had like longer, slick back hair. Yeah. A lot of the other teachers thought he was the most attractive teacher. He kind of had the Johnny Depp vibes. Yeah. Um, he wore like, for example, button ups, but he would like yeah. button them only to here. Oh yeah. He was like tan, dark haired, like he's just smooth and, dude. And so, um, uh. So now, were you ever? Did you ever? T I'm I'm like going off now on this because I'm fascinated by the whole uh, the the psychedelic thing. Yeah. Uh, did you ever take it before class? Like before that class? No. 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 Those are wow. I couldn't. Um, did you have? Did, was it just discipline? Like I would assume that you just want to go even further, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> me and my friends would um, pretty much smoke every day before school. Of course. Um, and sometimes leave at lunch. So yeah. I was usually high or coming down during that class yeah. uh but, but we does weed. it too weed opens up your yeah, mind as well right 100%, yeah 100 yeah, it, it, it just puts you in your right brain so you're gonna see things you're gonna pick up more on like auditory yeah. and like subconscious and um things where normally you would have to read in between the lines to pick yeah. something up that's right. gonna be dead apparent to you when you're high yeah whereas yeah. like i'm very logical left brain so like that was a very different headspace for totally. me to be in than be yes. like analyzing like yeah you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, like I never did that because, just quite frankly, I would have gotten caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you would have been a mess. Both any of those compounds massively dilate your pupils. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes you'll think you're having conversations with people, but it's just in your head. <laughs> so like you just, I wouldn't, it's I would no never way. risk that. There were drug dogs. I was on the suspected drug dealers list. You were in high school, so they would randomly come into our class. Everyone has to leave your backpacks, empty your pockets, no go way. outside, and they would do that in oh that class gosh. specifically because I was in it. So. Yeah. All right. So this is high school. <clears throat> All right. Now, now after high school. No pun intended. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and by the way, I'm a big proponent of, of weed over the years, man. Because and I and they're like, why? I'm like, my brain goes to another level that I can't explain. 100%. And, I, and I have this I'm a very analytical guy, very, mm -hmm. very. Uh, but but when and I'm like, man, I don't know. So I'm, I'm, it's, I'm glad to hear this, actually. I took just for the record, yeah. for those of your audience yeah. who has yeah. no context of me. Yeah. After, I quit like we're going to get to that. Yeah. Like yes. I quit at 20. Yeah. And um, I didn't touch it until just over a year ago. Really? Yeah. Really? Because I ended up getting to a point where. After I matured out of my rebellion phase, yeah, yeah. I kind of then blamed weed and was like, I'm tired of all these crutches that are keeping me average. Wow. I'm cutting them all uh, off and I'm not going to even consider those things until I'm retired in the Bahamas. Yeah. Like that status. No kidding. And then what happened is 
I reached financial freedom a lot faster than yeah. I thought. And I was yeah. like, well, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Cause I ended up developing this belief that like, if I were to start, if I were to even try weed again, maybe I could get addicted and I yeah. would lose everything I had right. built and worked yeah. so hard yeah. for. And I was like, what the fuck? So yeah. I had to identify that belief yeah. and be like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was like one or two birthdays ago, Jax took me up to a, a cabin in the trees in, in Oregon. It was incredible. And, um, I hit a joint and, um, oh, wow. since then I've been, you know, I'll dabble here or there. Dabble. Yeah. Definitely not a consistent smoker right. still. And my tolerance yeah. is nothing. Yeah. yeah. And that's a difference, right? Yeah. Like in, in the old days, it was how many blunts you can smoke. Of course. This is like one or two hits and yeah, I'm you're like dose, you're using it for like an elevated purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, exactly. All right. So go. So coming out of high school, give me the trajectory the segue. from there. Yeah. Okay. The segue. So, give me the coming out of high school. Yeah. So I was the type of, um, you know, we didn't start too young. College. You go to college. I was the type of kid who like, I could, I'm really good at, um, like getting by. So like yeah. I could get, I got like close to a 3.5 yeah. with a combination of like not having to study much just because of yeah. just being pretty smart. Yep. And then, yep. uh, some cheating. Yeah. Some so, cheating. <laughs> yeah. So most people have, you know, no shame over here. So I'm glad this is me. Yeah. You're describing me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit Sometimes more. Sometimes they maybe were a little bit more. me too. So yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. Yeah. That, that did not, that didn't happen yeah. with me. <laughs> uh, so I did what I needed to do to get, um, you know, above yeah. 3.0 or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I was smoking so much and doing so many drugs my senior year towards the end of it to where I didn't give a shit about yeah. – um, college yeah like I, my, my dad basically had to like force me there was like three weeks left before application like yeah. before the application yeah. window was yeah. closed and, and he's like you haven't applied for anything like <laughs> he sat me down and was like look like we need to choose some schools and at yeah. least try yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. like my college experience so like that was the level of like i just did not care yeah and um so we applied for a bunch of csus i didn't have good enough grades to get into ucs okay so we applied for like csu um i don't know there's uh, San Marcos, yeah, yeah. CSU, I think San Bernardino, yeah, yeah. Northridge, right. uh, Sonoma, Sacramento. Like yeah. we, we applied for like six of them. Yeah, I got into a few, and without visiting any of it, like yeah. I didn't. Like I said, I did not care. Yeah, I just was like, which one's furthest away? All right, I'll go to that one. Yeah. So I went to Sonoma State. Yeah. Up in uh, Napa. Yeah. Ronert Park is the little city, and. Um, my my one of my best two best friends ended up getting in like last minute like in the like the ending yeah. enrollment thing yeah. where it's like oh they can actually let in a few extra people who maybe yeah. their grades weren't the best he right. got in and we ended up rooming together and were they so on the same level cool. at this point like doing the the, the psychedelics tripping out on the yes. matrix like but loving what it. i but what i never understood and me and Jax have had some cool conversations about this like she's pretty much pointed it out to me because i didn't really see it this way right so I was always doing those things for a greater reason. Mm. Even if like, even if we're just talking about like taking, taking a bunch of ecstasy to yeah. say, screw the system and having a fun time, like yeah. that is happening. But yeah. also I'm like pushing the limits of like my consciousness and ex yeah. seeing like what, what is, how far can I stretch the, the human experience? Yeah. And yeah. then also after it, like, what can I take away from that experience? Yeah. Like that was my worldview, even though I wasn't conscious of it. Right. And so, you know, me and my friends, we did all of the same things. And I thought yeah. that we were all on the same page. Mm. And but you were not. 
you know, enough time has passed. Right. I think we just had our 10 year reunion. No, yeah. I didn't go to it. I don't yeah. think they had it because of COVID, but yeah. obviously not. Yeah. A lot of them, most of them very, really struggling. Yeah. yeah. Some depressed, yeah. many working yeah. dead end job, you know? Right. Yeah. So yeah. something was different and that yeah. comes back to God's plan. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yes. So we did all the same things. Yeah. We had the same opportunities. Yeah. Like, you know? Um, and I just, I suppose I really focus on deriving meaning from the experiences that I've had in life. Right. And not everyone does that. Not everybody. Apparently. Like, right. Right. I, for most of my life, I've assumed that that's yeah. how humans that's are, but normal. I've come to find out it's, it's not, not normal. No, it's not. No. No. Unbelievable. So, so then when did you, cause you said that's God's plan. When did God come back around for you? Quote unquote. Yeah. So let me keep right, I don't want to jump ahead though. So it'll tie in perfectly. Perfect. So perfect, it's like perfect you're right perfect, there. Perfect. So I go away to college and, um, middle of my freshman year, I'm already like, you know what? I'm over this. Like I'm not going to smoke anymore. Yeah. And so I just switched my vices. So now my vice was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm getting blacked out alcohol. Yeah. Yep. Um, but in some ways that was progress. I at least had yeah. a clear head a lot of days of the week yeah. and yeah. I was able to be more productive in certain capacities. Right. Right. So anyway, swapped devices, um, freshman year, uh, freshman year, I get a minor in possession, fairly oh, really? standard just for carrying alcohol on campus. It was a stupid oh, thing. Geez. But then sophomore year we move off campus. I'm not in the dorms anymore. And, um, one night I, me and all my roommates are drinking and I had already drank a good amount yep. and everyone decides to choose. Everyone decides that I should be the person to go to our friend's house to pick up cocaine that we were all about to do. Yeah. And needless to say, I ended up staying like hanging out over there. Yeah. Doing some of said cocaine. Yeah. Drinking yeah. much more. Yeah. And then by the time I came back, <laughs> Uh, I'm intoxicated to the point where like I'm banging on our all girls oh, God. Ho neighbor's house next door to us. That looks very similar. I'm just beating the door down thinking it's like, oh, our, boy. Our and they call the cops cause they're frightened. You know? Yeah. And, um, the cop comes and I'm like aggressive with him and whatever. <laughs> cause I've never had a good relationship with authority. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't remember this. So, yeah. um, and then he, because of that, he's like searches me. Yeah. And then I have cocaine on me. Oh my god. So I I woke up in jail the next morning, and I had never been to jail before. Yeah. Um, I I know some of your viewers might be like, damn, this dude's a savage. But actually, like, I, I was a fairly good kid. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. just um being more honest yeah. about it than a lot of people probably yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I never went there. Yeah. You know, I never did anything too crazy. Um. But anyway, um, so I wake up in jail and I'm sitting on the floor and I'm like, I'm so confused. Like yeah. I'm, I'm actually like pinching myself. I'm like, what the, I thought yeah. it was a nightmare. Yeah. And then I find out it's not a nightmare. Yeah. And the, <laughs> basically I'm genuinely puzzled. I'm like, how did I get here? Why am I here? I didn't know. Wow. And, um, long story short, I have to call my mom from, oh you know, 560 miles away. Oh my hey, God. Mom, you, <laughs> I need you to bail me out of jail. And, um, you know, you can imagine that conversation and just hearing her response, yeah. like, you know, really hit me. And what was the response? Like, 
past disappointment, like very, very uh, sad. Like she wow. messed up. Like, uh, like I was a mess. Like, like not even trying to guilt and shame me. Like it yes. was past it. It was like it was, it was like that. she felt like she failed. She failed. Yeah. Wow. And, and like it definitely hit me hard. Yeah. Hearing her response. Yeah. So I vowed to change after that. Yes. And um, basically what happened is I had two choices, like get the actual sentencing or um, do like a rehabilitation program. Yeah. And it was kind of ironic because I got put in a situation where I had to go through all these these uh, different classes and different yeah. things yep. for yeah. um, six months. <laughs> and I was a guy sitting in class where like when it comes to your turn to talk, who's like, oh, I I don't belong here. Like, of course. <laughs> and then everyone else is like, yeah, you do, buddy. Yeah, like, you do. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was like a funny situation. Typical. <laughs> Classic. Of like, I just stopped trying to say that. So it was like, all right, I'm going to accept this. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I am going to um, admit that I have a problem, even if it's not to the extent of these other people who have fully wrecked their lives. <laughs> yeah. I need to own personal yeah. responsibility. And, yeah. and I did make mistakes, you know, yeah. even if it was yeah. like, Oh, I was just getting it for my roommates. Like, right. yeah, but I was also doing it recreationally. Right. And uh, more blacked often out. than, yeah. you know, so definitely yeah. there were, uh, there were addictions and yeah. things going on there. So, uh, for six months, every day I had to call this hotline to find out if I was going to be randomly drug or alcohol tested. And, um, they do that because alcohol, you know, doesn't stay in your system very yeah. long. Yeah. And, um, they don't want you getting away with drinking. So like, you don't know, like you could have drank the night before and then you call in and they're like, yeah. Oh, I have to go pee for them. And so that forced me yeah. to, uh, change my life. Yep. That plus up. my mom was like, yeah. it was a wrap. Yep. So basically, um, to kind of start consolidating things because of that event, that's why I got into fitness. Got it. That okay. was the reason. Wow. Cause I needed to start replacing a lot of my time. Yeah. I was already like, I, I had started to read like, um, some self-development books yeah. and, um, you know, a lot of the habit books are like, yep. don't try to quit a bad habit, just replace it. Yes. So it was like that type of thing of like, what am I going to yeah. do when I'm not, you know, yep. drinking Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. It's like, all right, I'll go to the gym right. like, by myself, get yeah. a three hour workout. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. And I, yep. I got into cooking and I started learning nutrition because that takes a lot of time, of course. you know, cooking all your oh, meals. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I, it was a full lifestyle change. And, um, at that same time, synchronicity. Yes. One of our roommates, uh, and sorry, this was what age right now? Are you at 20, 21, 22, 20, 20, Okay. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't drinking age yet. And that's when all this happened ironically. So <laughs> yeah, I, I got it all out of my system young yeah. and that's, you know, I'm very thankful for that. So yeah, totally. Yeah. So I'm 20 years old and, uh, one of our roommates freshman year who no longer uh, lived with us, but he was in all of my roommates, same fraternity. Yeah. Um, and he reaches out to me and if this were any other time in my life, I would have like laughed him out of my room. Yeah. He's like, Hey man. I have an opportunity for you. I want to talk to you about. And like, whenever someone says that to you, it's like, no, yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, right. 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 <clears throat> I'm waiting to hear like, what is this shit going to be? Yeah. He basically pitches me on an MLM. Yeah. I, I, that, that was going to be, it's going to be network marketing. Yeah, yeah. 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 And like I said, if this were any other time yeah, in my life, yeah. I would have laughed him out of the yeah, room. Forget about but it. But I had just hit a serious rock bottom. I had nothing but time. Yeah. I needed to find more positive friends who were going to encourage things other than, you know, who can take yeah. more shots. Yeah. And then I had, you know, the fitness and the nutrition now, but, um, 
you know, I, I needed some other outlets. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'll, Which, I'll go to your meeting. What, what, do you remember the, oh, God. yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah. it was called uh, Vima. Okay. Vima. And they, the main drink that they sold yeah. was a health drink called yep. Verve. Yep. yep. It was very popular on college campuses. Yep. So, um, long story short, I did that. No, I didn't become the passive income millionaire that yeah, they course. sell you on. Of course. But that also is a pivotal, pivotal wow. piece of my story because that happened at 20. Yeah. And so you, you started this podcast by bringing up how I, I'm young. Yes. And you know, like, um, how do you, how have you gotten here by right. 29? Right. Well, I was 20 years old and I already knew like, I didn't like the system and I never resonated with having a job, Yeah. but I was being groomed. I, I chose business and I marketing degree yep. and I was being groomed to figure it out, yep. like how to make a lot of money in corporate. Right. And at 20 years old, I go to these meetings and there's 18, 19 and 20 year olds driving company paid for, uh, Mercedes, AMGs, BMW M3s and making anywhere from 10 to a hundred thousand a month passively. Right. And, um, they're doing that. They're living this lifestyle that right. I'm like, how the hell are you doing this? Yeah. Um, and that, that company really fostered as all of them do. Yeah. They're really big on personal development. Of course. They give you yeah. an education. Absolutely. And that was more valuable than my college 100%. education. No so, doubt. So I'm 20 years old. I'm introduced to Think and Grow Rich. Yep. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yep. Yep. All of Robert Kiyosaki stuff. Bob yep. Proctor's stuff. The Secret. All of that stuff. Yep. And so yep. let's tie it in. How did I get back to God? Yeah. I remember them mention They had like... I don't remember like they, they just had like lists and lists and lists of like recommended books. Yeah. And I would just like yeah. randomly like yeah. check some out. Right. I check out, uh, the secret, which is a video. Like oh, you've yeah. seen it. Right? Oh, so yeah. I, I have to go on YouTube. It's not a book. Um, and I search it as soon as I start watching it. Some, I'm like by myself in yeah. my, in my, uh, dorm room, <clears throat> something just takes me over and I just start bawling. Wow. I get like full body chills and I just start crying. Yeah. Like, yeah like a deep grief. And it was immediately apparent to me that I was grieving out of how sorry I was to God for turning my back on there being something deeper at play in my life. Yeah. A higher power. And it had been years and years of years of my rebellion phase at this point, which is largely aimed at, at God yeah. through, projected in other ways. But that's really what it is. I was trying to figure out life and I felt yeah. like everyone lied about it and everyone wasn't embodying anything. And I, I didn't have any real role models who weren't hypocritical in certain right. ways. And yeah. so it was all that. And then just watching that was, was ridiculous. So that was a pivotal, pivotal moment that I, I will definitely always remember. And then to, to fast forward it a little bit, that kickstarted me into fitness. I ended up making a fitness Instagram very shortly after getting into it. Yeah. And I was just like going to document my journey. Yeah. So I made the Instagram that you now follow, Yeah, but it was yeah. called J Griff fit. Yep. And then eventually J Griff lifts. It was different things, but it was yeah. a fitness, yeah. Yeah. strictly fitness. Right. And, um, after, you know, I'd say two years or so of focusing solely on the fitness stuff, as you know, yeah. fitness is an excellent catalyst to, growth in other areas. Mm -hmm. Once you clear out your body a bit, yep. once you get, you know, your hormones into a better state, once you get your, your overall wellness and your stress levels managed, 
you start wanting to do better and you start operating at a higher vibration, even without any spiritual practices, just default. Yeah. Now you can do better. Yep. And so it wasn't long before I find books like the power of now, which was, which was the first spiritual book I ever read. And that book, that book was the first time I, I, uh, experienced a ceasing of my ego, my, my egoic narrative, the, the voice in your head. Yeah. I'm reading the book and I'm just having, you know, five minute periods of like, it's dead silent in there. Yeah. And I just feel completely at peace. Yeah. So that kind of ended up tying into the work that I was doing because I, I'm now, I just fast forwarded us from me being 20 to like more like me being 22. And I have been consistently working on building this fitness coaching business. And I reached a point where I ended up being like, this isn't like, basically it felt like I was doing one thing for work, but I was living another way and I wasn't integrating it. And what I've learned about myself is that I feel most fulfilled when I'm teaching and integrating how I live into how I make money or yeah. how I serve. Right. So I wanted to start bringing in spirituality. Yep. Um, and that's ultimately how and why I ended up pivoting after years and years of years of like working so hard to build this like full-time online fitness coaching business. Yeah. And I was just like, let all my clients go yeah. in 2017 and just completely pivoted to spiritual mentorship. Yeah. Mind, body, soul coaching. Wow. Um, and that was in 2017. Yep. And so, you know, it just start. It starts off with just basic habits, like, all right, I'm gonna try this meditation thing. Yeah. Um, and then you learn about cool things like, um, you know, journaling yep. and you know, getting more in touch with your emotions. And then you start reading about trauma and and the mind. But my specialty was I was tying in fitness to the spiritual community that right. hadn't really been done before. Yeah. You have your yogis who are like you know, completely, uh, emaciated yeah. and, <laughs> and then you have your jacked ass dudes who are like work harder. No one cares. Yeah. And you don't really, you didn't, this was 2017. You yeah. didn't really have a merging of the two. Yeah. And like, I, I brought like aesthetics and, you know, proper periodized training and yeah. tracking your macros and habits yeah. and all that and combined it with spirituality Yep. and like, yo, that's cool. You can look like fucking Zeus, yeah. but also like, own your emotions yeah, and like stop burying and repressing your trauma. Yeah. And like quit blaming the world for your issues with your mom. Yeah. You know? Um, and so that was like me going through that of like me healing all this shit with my parents that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, like realizing like, yo, no one's talking about this. Yeah. I know for a fact, all these people have this issue. Yeah. Let me integrate this into what I'm doing. And so that was when my brand really changed and took yeah. off. It yeah. was one of those exactly like for you. Yeah. The same way I have a hunch at least. I didn't yeah. know you before, but yeah. did did 2020, was 2020 an exponential year for you? Yes. And that was because of what seemed like crisis. Correct. Right? So that was timing. That's right. Right. Synchronicity. Exactly. Same thing for me. So 2017, all of a sudden people... In 2016, people weren't ready for this. And in 2020, it's too saturated. Yeah. But in 2017, yeah. people were like, what's this mind, body, soul thing? And yeah. yoga started to become trendy and yeah. mi- the word mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah. And right. these things started to become trendy and I was right there. And so it really worked out well for me. Yeah. Um, 
and that kind of took my brand from like just helping people build their bodies, which yeah. I stopped resonating with right. to like, yo, let's help them build their mind. Let's yeah. help them heal yeah. trauma. Yep. Let's help them get more in touch with their emotions. Yeah. Let's help them genuinely love themselves. Yes. So that was the focus from 2017 to 2019. Cause you can, you can, what I've seen in the fitness industry over the last, especially over the last seven years, once I've taken it, where I've gotten more in touch with the, 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 the spiritual aspect of it is I've seen that you can fix the outside all you want and look great. Mm -hmm. But if you don't fix the inside, you're still broken. 100%. You're still a mess. Quite frankly, yeah, right. You so look, exactly you look in the mirror, and you don't see any semblance of what you actually look like. First yeah. off, yes, and second off, what's pushing you to get those extra few reps, or to continue eating that tilapia, even though you just want ice cream? Yeah, is self hate. <laughs> it's that you're not no good kidding. enough. It's a lack of self worth. Wow. Because if you felt worthy as is, yeah. why would you treat yourself that way? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and I had to go through that experientially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did multiple, like I did a two and a half year bulk and I put on 64 pounds naturally. Yeah. And then I did a not over nine month cut and I got very shredded like yeah. as completely natural. Like just, yeah. you know, cause that's how you build a coaching business. You yeah. have to have a solid physique. So, of course. you know, I did these things repeatedly and it was like, I was no happier. Yeah. Shredded. Yeah. You know, quite yeah. some, often the opposite. Right. And so it was like, I was chasing this thing and yeah. it just kept yeah. eluding me. And I knew I wasn't, you know, I saw that in the industry and people weren't talking about it. Right. Oh yeah. And it's happening, dude. I mean, competitors and for going sure. on a stage and God bless them. It's a, I have a massive amount of respect for them peaking the body and hundred percent, but it's like, it, it, it actually, it actually, it, it seems like it makes it worse, quite frankly. Cause then they're like, Oh, if they don't, if they don't win the trophy, if they don't get first. Oh, I got fifth. I let myself down. I let my fans down. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Then you're just beating yourself up even more. Mm -hmm. yeah, so we could go on this forever too, by the way, this exact topic. Cause I'm fascinated by right. it, but now come, come into where you're like this other stuff that you're digging into. Yeah. Okay. So I'll wrap it up in, like how, a few sentences. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm like now I'm like fascinated. Like, because we're only we're at nineteen. We're only a couple years out, and you're still not even to where you're digging into all this cr like incredible stuff now. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fast learner, and I <laughs> when I find something that I deem worth it, yeah, you I'll dig in, go all in, yeah, all in. All right, so give me the how you yeah. got from there yeah. so to this 2017 to 2019. Finally. I, you could say I really had a brand yeah. where like people in the space would likely know who I was. Yeah. Then <clears throat> I create the aligned entrepreneur, which was a natural mm. segue yeah. from mind, body, soul, because yep. I started helping dozens and dozens and dozens of people really transform their internal lives yeah. to a point where now they wanted to go do that same thing for others yep. that they, the ripple effect. Yeah. And, but very few have business prowess. Very mm -hmm. few understand marketing and human psychology and sales yep. and how to run a social media, how to build a following, all that. Yeah. So yeah. I created a, a business program, but only for conscious entrepreneurs yeah. called the Aligned, the Aligned. Entrepreneur. The Aligned and that was in 2019. Once again, that did very, very well for me. Right place, right time. Like, yeah. so the same way, like. I was in the fitness industry and it, and then I saw how I could disrupt it. Cause yeah. I was like, no one's talking about this stuff. Yeah. It's all about the, how your body looks, but no That's one's it. talking about the emotions and all that. Right. right. 
So the same thing in the business space, it's very toxic, hyper-masculine, right? Yeah, no one yeah. cares, works harder. Yeah. Team, no sleep. Like, yeah, yeah, right. you know, who has the bigger jet and, yeah. but you don't see the other 90% of their life. Right. right. And, and you don't see the trade-offs like yeah. where they're probably miserable in many of these other areas and they might die at 60. Yeah. So that became my new message of yeah. like, it, it actually was the same message yeah. just so, in a different arena yeah. now, but, it was, it was but evolving. I see it all as the same thing, but yeah. It's basically just like, let's, let's be real here. Let's have a real conversation around it. And <clears throat> business, usually the only metric is like money, like how much money are you making? And people aren't talking about like doing things in a way that makes you feel amazing when you put your head on the pillow mm. at night and, and using purpose or impact as your North star rather yeah. than like you know, how many new leads you can get coming in regard, like if they're, if they'll give you their money, you're closing them, you know, yeah, like yeah. that type of, yeah, those like icky energetics. And yeah. so I kind of brought a, what I had learned the past few years of all my own spiritual work into entrepreneurship. And I taught like a spiritual way to do sales, which right. doesn't feel gross. Like it's yeah. a genuine yeah. value yeah. exchange. Yep. 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 Um, I taught a spiritual approach to mark, excuse me, to marketing, um, and so on and so forth. Yep. So that was pretty much 20, uh, end of 2018, 2019. And then that brings us to 2020. Yep. So here we go. Here we go. So end of 2019, I work with a, uh, world renowned, uh, hypnotherapist Ooh. named Dr. George Pratt. Um, he's worked with Larry King, common, um, Rob, uh, Deirdrick, yep. um, people of this nature, yep. uh, guy that I really, really looked up to spoke in my mastermind. And at the end, he, one of us, uh, one of the members asked him what was the most impactful, um, I forget exactly how they phrase it, but basically like who's the most impactful person you've worked with, um, in the last year or two. And he was like, hands down, Dr. George Pratt in La Jolla. Yeah. And I was like, this is crazy out of what are the odds that this doctor, whatever lives in the same city as me? Cause, cause the guy who was talking lived in Florida. Yeah. Like, you know, he could have been anywhere. Right. He lives, you know, just 20 minutes from me. Yeah. Um, so I start looking into him and this guy specifically does hypnotism for success. Mm. That's his like branded thing. And he only works with like, he's like branded himself where he only works with like luxury clients, right? Yes. Like he only works yeah. with the affluent. Yeah. So he, and he knows what the affluent wants, right? Of he's course. not doing hypnotism for deeper intimacy. He's yeah. doing hypnotism for success. So he's yeah. attracting like yeah. the alpha males who are like, yeah. I want more success. Yeah. Like for example, Rob Deirdrick said like, um, I guess he worked with Pratt long before he ever created like fantasy factory and mm. he, and he attributed like some of his breakthroughs. Like I would have never come up with that or had the confidence to do that without wow. working with Pratt. Like, so seeing no testimonials kidding. at that level, I was yeah. like, Oh, I need it. Yeah. So it was, it was very expensive. Um, but uh, can, can I ask how much? Yeah. So it's, it's like 700 a session, but okay, you know, I did bad. over like 10 sessions with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are, if people are used to like therapists or yes. th that, like yeah, usually okay. when I tell them the price, they're like, Oh my God. And it's like, yeah. no, 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 you get what you pay for. Yeah. Right? For what you pay for. for sure. I was expecting a lot more. Yeah, actually. Yeah yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I do. Yeah. I've done high ticket sales. So I get, I feel yes. that way, but a lot yeah. of people. Right. True. Anyway. So, true, true. okay. So I, I work with him a few times and I'm having dramatic shifts in my life. Wow. First off, I thought that like he was going to like do some like different hypnotism tracks for like money and like yeah. wealth and like, you know what, what I was expecting it to be like some Bob Proctor shit. Yeah. Law of attraction. Yep. It was not that at all. It was all about self-love. 
Apparently, no kidding. I didn't love myself at all, and I felt extremely unworthy. And he was like, it's crazy you've gotten as far as you have because you're like a 1 out of 10. On He does like different Shut muscle up. testing and stuff you're like that. You're kidding me. Cool mind-body stuff. Um, this and is like he's like, oh, yeah, you don't feel worthy at all. Like That's why you've been pushing so hard. And it was like, mm, there's a lot to say about that. No kidding. And so he basically like you know, rewired some things and shifted my subconscious beliefs, which which I particularly loved because that was my whole background. That was what I did yeah. with people. 2017, 2018, yes. 2019 was yeah. focusing on subconscious beliefs, but he was a master. He had like 20 years experience. He's been doing this for decades. Yeah. So he's really good at what he did. Um, long story short, it started having huge change, like big shifts in like, for example, um, yeah. Give me an example. Like what was like the major the shift? The biggest random one was like with me and Jax. Yeah. So like, like I said, I was expecting to like, so, all so of a you were already with Jax at this point, right? Yeah. How long have you been with Jack? Three years? Two years? Yeah, three years. Three years. Mm -hmm. So we met in 2018. 18. Mm -hmm. And this is the, you started doing the hypno, because she's a hypnotherapist as well, right? Yeah, or, she just recently got certified, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy, this so this was what, this was in 2020? Yep. Okay, go, go ahead. End of 1920. Yeah. So I'm working with him like December. Oh, no, no, no. I remember it was like literally I found him at the end of December and then yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to be like one of his New Year's resolution clients. Like he's going to think I'm one of those. But it's just the timing worked out that yeah. way. Yeah. So literally I was like, what's your first appointment in 2020? Like I want to be like immediately as yeah. soon as you're open. So we started and I just kept going back for sessions. And yeah, so I'm expecting to like just start feeling like crazy confident and yeah. like just have like business ideas coming in, whatever. Yeah. Right. And it wasn't like that at all. I just felt incredibly at peace. I, I wasn't judging myself anymore. And I felt completely different with Jax. Like I had, I realized in that moment that I had been going throughout our relationship up until that point closed off. Yeah. Like my heart was closed. Yes. I was keeping her like yeah. close enough, but yeah. still at a distance. Yep. And I just had like huge shifts. Like one day I just break down crying and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I can't believe I've been treating you like this. Like just basically I realized I was conditionally loving her. And like after working after a few sessions, I like felt true unconditional love wow. for her. And I saw her in a way I hadn't been able to see her before. Ugh. That was just after a few sessions. And I, I was like, I thought we worked on success. What's happening to me. <laughs> but that's just a byproduct because what happened is he worked on my ability to love myself. Does he go there first? So obviously with every client, I'm assuming he goes there first. It's usually the root of most things. It's going to be love, worthiness, safety, um, potentially th feeling you could have the belief that you're bad. Um, but in general, it's it's safety, love, and, and worthiness. But there's like seven. He has, so he'll he start there. And, stuff. Yeah. and with you, he re you realized you were a one out of ten? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was crazy, right? Because like it's you, crazy. you would look at me and you'd be like, you've achieved so much. And yeah. Like, and you're right. teaching other people exactly. and you're getting them exactly. in. Exactly. So imagine the, the epiphanies it gave me of like, if I'm a one out of 10, what are all these other people? Like I try so hard. My whole life is yeah. about personal development. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So, um, <sighs> I, the only reason I tell that story is because it wasn't until I worked with him that I started in my, in my meditations, I started having a lot deeper downloads. I had already mm. had years of consistent meditation practice yeah, every yeah, morning, yep. but I started having a lot consistent, a lot of consistently deeper downloads. And one of the downloads I'm just meditating and it basically just level up collective comes into my head. Yeah. yeah. Literally yeah. just like that. And yeah. it was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and long story short, <clears throat> I get the idea and name 
sitting in a chair with my eyes closed, thinking of nothing, you know, I'm yep. not even in my body. Yep. And because of what he did, the usual coming back into my left brain and going, uh, but what about this? Uh, it's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, this, I'm, I'm busy. There wasn't that anymore. Yeah. And I just like immediately took action on it. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> we launched it in February. I just pulled my audience yeah. and I was like, because I realized I had built, been building a community for long enough. And I just, um, basically asked like, you know, I'm thinking of opening up a community. It'd be very cheap membership style model, yeah. kind of yeah. almost like a membership website, yeah. but hybrid. Right. And, um, how many of you would be interested in this? If so, you know, vote and then drop your email and I'm going to send you guys just a poll. And I basically just did live market yeah. research. I'm yeah. like, you know, tell yeah. me all your issues yeah. type yeah. thing. Yeah. And then I will help you solve them. Yeah. Like that's kind of what I've always done, you know, like yep. help people improve their lives in different capacities. So that's how the level up collective started. I was charging $97 a month yeah. and I could not get people to believe in it for the life of me really because of the price point. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we kind of started, I want to say like, um, maybe a base group of between, um, 20 and 30. Yeah. And then I, I worked very hard. Over How many did you have in the group prior to this prior to making the switch? No, that's what I mean. So, so when I launched it, yeah, I, the initial group that was like yeah. down was between 20 and 30. Okay. Got it. Okay. Got it. And then, um, but so when I first launched it, because it was just a download and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Keep in mind also, this is pre COVID. Yeah. Right before COVID. Right before, um, I made the group all things me. So mm. I'm like, all right, so this is going to be, we're going to be teaching things on business. We're going to be teaching things on mindset. We're going to be teaching things on, you know, trauma modalities and inner work. We're going to be doing health stuff, lifestyle, biohacking, like yeah. all the cool shit that we're into. Yes. It was just like, basically people were buying into me. Yeah. And, um, yep. Yep. so that's what it was. And then COVID hits mm -hmm. and just like you timing mm -hmm. right place right time yes like you revolutionized your business model and it was a turned a crisis into a huge opportunity absolutely same with me so yeah. what is one of the number one things that people lost with the lockdowns a community a connection you just nailed it yeah. community and connection yep what does an online conscious mastermind provide community connection with other conscious people who are also like yo yeah you seeing this shit yeah, yeah. like yeah that thing yes. is, it, it's like, that's a human need, a basic human need already right. into our biology. Yeah. But then it, it's a step further when you wake up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. once again, this isn't just a community. This is a conscious community yeah. where we're talking about like, you know, I'm breaking down like when the CIA released, um, it did like a different, uh, it did a certain release on certain um, astral projection uh, technology that, they, that they've that they've released. Like I did a full call on that. Yeah. Like just like, that's the kind of community that this is. It's yeah. not, it's not, you know, particularly a, a normal community. Yeah. But anyway, to go back to what I was saying. Yeah. So it started out as, um, all things. And after about six to let's say six to eight months. Yep. I basically started, um, pulling our audience, uh, pulling our members yep. and asking them, like, I got the idea, like, um, I wanted to like, continue to improve it. And I wanted to kind of structure it differently because yeah. I, I had some space to digest. Now I'm like, all right, right I'm see what's working. I see what's yeah. not. I want to like yeah. improve this. Yeah. So I got the idea to like start doing like themes. Like maybe we could teach focus on an area for a quarter because yeah. it was too all over the place. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. 
And um, so I started, so we did that for a quarter or two. And then I asked people like, vote, are you, are you most interested in this, 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 or this? Yeah. And one of the options was like wealth and um, financial literacy. Yep. And like 92% of everyone in the group voted that. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. okay. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. You guys may not know this about me, but <laughs> I've been obsessed with wealth and financial literacy since I was 20. Yeah. Uh, and even before that, but I didn't have the tools. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, this is a cool thing. And I just kind of went with it and started teaching on that. And then the next quarter came and it was like, what do you guys want to do? And it, people are like, can we keep doing this? Yeah. And so it wasn't once again, back to God, right? Like yes. it wasn't even my decision. Like I didn't come up with the LUC, yeah. Yeah. the level up collective. Yeah. It was a download. Yeah. But that download only came after working with Pratt, who like just was a random introduction into my life that was like, how are you going to explain that? Yeah. And then once I created it, like I didn't even know what I was doing. I just did it. And then right after that, the flood came, but Noah had the boat, yeah. right? Like, yeah. what is that? Yeah. Like COVID happened like a month later. And then it turned out to be like this, this amazing thing, this amazing opportunity yeah. for me. And then I never intended to teach wealth. Like, yeah. um, I don't view myself as like, I don't know. I just, I'm not one of those people that's like, um, you should listen to yeah, me, you yeah, know, like, um, yeah, stunting yeah. on people or anything like right, that, yeah, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm very much so private and I'm not trying to flex on anybody. Yeah. Um, but it just like, that's kind of how it worked. And it was like, if the shoe fits, like yeah. I have a lot I could teach you guys. Yeah. And like, people didn't even know me in that no capacity. Kid, yeah. So I just slowly started pivoting my brand and um, we re like we we rebranded, did a different logo, made it more spiritual, and kind of came up with this conscious wealth. Mm. And now I have people in my DMs like every week telling me like, yeah, I just randomly came across your profile and I love that whole conscious wealth thing. It's yeah. like it just what is that? Yeah. Like it's a, so it seems to be once again kind of like in 2017 yeah. where I was going mind, body, soul, and people yeah. wanted to talk to me. About, what is that? Like yeah. I like the vibe of that. Yeah, it's kind of that thing of like. Look, the wealth space is fairly mature now on Instagram because, yeah. because social media is mature, right? It's, right. A, it's reached saturation. Yeah. Um, but what isn't mature is people teaching it from a holistic lens mm. where you're uh, where you're teaching it from a lens of wealth is just sorry, money is just one aspect of maybe six areas that make up a meaningful life. Yes. And wealth right. yep. has little to do with money. Wealth Correct. has like what we started on. Yeah. Wealth yeah. has to do with freedom. Yep. Emotional free freedom yep. to be yourself. How yep. many masks are you wearing? I know. Day to day in conversations. Why do you feel like you have to walk with the posture you do yeah. or drive the car you do yep. or post the pictures you do, you yep. know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so yeah. there's aspects like that. And then there's the aspects of like wealth in relationships. Like what are the, what is the real quality of your connections? And you, you're not going to be able to have quality connections if you're not yourself. Yes. You know, if yes. you haven't even met yourself. So it starts there. Yeah. And then there's, there is the piece of like, what are your, uh, your opportunities in life and your ability to provide and, and afford certain things that you may want to do or, yeah. or may want to uh, afford for your family or whatever it may be. And so there's these different aspects of wealth and yeah. that's kind of my thing is yep. teaching it in a very multifaceted sense. Mm. And so, all right, so now start giving me stuff here. Start, start, <laughs> start giving me some mind, like now, now we're, give me the stuff about 
like uh, where you start them like give me like a you know what, what were you saying something law like where do you start how do you start educating on this stuff yeah so where, where do you get into that <clears throat> generally um at least this is the way it worked in the group it's well let me back up so it's a pretty known marketing principle to yeah. market to what people want right and then give them what they need give them what they need correct got it so got it, got it. people think that they join the luc <laughs> because they want to you know um make a bunch of money in, get rich in, in yeah. crypto yeah. or you know leave their job because they're sick of it and you know learn how to do options trading or whatever these things that i teach yeah um so we give them that yeah. on the front end. Yeah. But then I just go, by the way, you can crush it over here, but you're never going to be genuinely happy at peace or actually feel wealthy until you handle these areas. Yep. And so that's kind of like how I go about it. Yeah. And so, you know, you'll notice a lot of my marketing is on things that are more wants yep. of people. Um, and then we, we do a nice mixture. I'd say maybe 60, 40 or 70, 30 of actually focusing on the needs, but yeah. of course the engagement's not as good and people don't want to hear that, but right. that's fine. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we can go, all right, let's start with like the consumer law side. Give me, give me consumer law. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so a basic crash course on, um, consumer law. The United States, as you know it, yeah. is not a nation. Right. It's a corporation. Yep. And federal law will show you this. Just look up 28 USC 3002 subsection 15A. Yep. It will clearly state for you right there. United States means A, a federal corporation. Yep. So if the United States is a corporation and you pay taxes, what are you? Property. Uh, property. Of the corporation. Of the corporation. Yep. Their name for it is Chattel. Chattel. Just like cattle. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and this goes... Is it spelled like cattle? It's C-H-A-T-T-E-L. Yeah, okay. Got it. Close I just enough. think it's kind of funny. It's it very, is. it's very close to cattle. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a basic building block to understand is that the nation you think you're in yeah. was once a nation. It's yeah. not that it's always been this way. Right. It's just that the, the United States nation yep. went bankrupt around 1900. And in order to get out from bankruptcy, the nation had to sell itself to foreign insurgents, particularly mm. European, European money, banking cartels. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's where you hear names like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. Yep. So the United States was sold. And at that time, the way in which they structured the deal was like, all right, we're, we're in way too much debt. We're not gonna be able to get out from under this. So we're going to sell it to you. So the United States is currently owned by Europe. So people are all patriotic and, you know, they want to, you know, support their, the United States and get really nationalist with it. Right. 
and it's like people don't even understand what they're actually supporting <laughs> or like people get mad at me for talking about not paying taxes like oh you're not contributing like to our <laughs> yeah. rebuilding of our roads and things like that yeah, right yeah. that's just not how it works yeah the irs is owned by the imf which is owned by european families so like if you want to put money in the rothschilds trust yeah that they don't pay taxes on yeah go for it yeah but i'm not going to live in fear and i choose to educate myself on what's really going on and if they're allowed to do this i want to figure out how i can do this so that's what i've been focusing on um the last two years or so is <laughs> how are they doing this legally yeah and there's a lot of gray area that allows of that. Course. And here's the good thing about gray area. You can go complain about it and protest in the streets and do nothing or like accomplish nothing. Nothing's going to come of that. Yeah. Or, or you can ask yourself, how can I utilize the same laws that are working for them, but for myself? Right. Right. So, so the United States is a corporation. And so you're saying that the U S is owned by your like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But Europe. Yeah. hundred percent. And what's the IMF? So, you could say that Joe Biden works for Europe. Yeah. Yeah. What's the IMF? The International Monetary Fund. Okay, got it. Okay. So if the, you can basically think of the IMF as like a, more of like a, a global central bank that oversees the United States central bank. So yeah. the IRS is like its yeah. kid. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, okay. So when they were structuring the deal of selling the uh, United States nation to the United States, um, or as a creating it into a corporation yeah. to foreign insurgents. Um, part of what they did to structure that deal in order, because it, remember they're massively in debt and yeah. they're like, we don't know how to get out of this. Yeah. So why would foreign insurgents want to buy this? Why would that be a good deal for them? Right. So, the, yeah. so they had to spice it up. Yeah. So here's how they spice it up. All of your property and your citizens, there's that word. Citizens. <laughs> be careful with the word citizens. Yeah. Are going to become our property and we're going to tax them so you can really think of it like this you're the property of the united states corporation which is the property of a few wealthy european families mm -hmm. so if you Rothschilds want to cut out being them, one of them yeah who's the other ones uh there's rothschilds rockefellers yep. um vanderbilts <laughs> um some of the some of the biggest names that built our um, educational systems and... Um, and is this known, what is it, the cabal? What's the whole thing? What, what's that word I hear? You I don't know. This? No? Fall okay. of the, what? Fall the, of the cabal? Like, what the, yeah, asking? something like that. I don't know if the whole thing is like run by the cabal or something. I don't know. I think, I'm not so, positive, but yeah. I think cabal is just referencing um, the group. Yeah, okay, the, gotcha. The cloaked yeah. old men, Yeah. you know. The cloaked old yeah, men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, um, there's an excellent, uh, for anyone who's like being skeptical, I love that. I encourage yeah. you always, always be skeptical. I'm extremely skeptical. Yeah. Um, do your own research. Yeah. Two great books. Um, first is going to be the creature from Jekyll Island. Yeah. That will tell you the story. That's the most in-depth book ever written on the federal reserve and the creation of it. Yeah. Um, and then the creature of Jekyll Island. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, what was the other one? Oh, the Bilderberg group. Yeah. So the Bilderberg group is probably the most important thing for you to understand. Um, 
you can really just look up, like if you were to look up on your phone right now, Builder Bear Group and look at images, you'll see these tree diagrams yeah. that will show you how nine families run the entire world, but yeah. it'll do it in a way where you can logically see it. Like, yeah. how is that possible? Well, because if they own the food supply, yeah. the, the main companies that produce the food, like the yeah. blanket companies that own yep. all the all the little ones, and then they own the main media companies that dictate all of not only the news, yeah. but they own Disney yeah. and yeah. they own ESPN and they own Hulu and yeah. they own Netflix. Yeah. And then the, the few main industries, right? Yeah. But you said Bilderberg. Bilderberg. Like B-I-L-D-E-R-B-U-R-G, I think. Bilderberg Group. Group. Yep. And there's an there's a great audio uh, audiobook on that as I'm well. I'm all over this. So if you combine those two, you're yeah. going to be like, all right, Jeremy, you're fucking onto something. Yeah. Because the creature from Jekyll Island will walk you through the story of the creation of the Federal Reserve. Yeah. See, it wasn't created until 1913. Mm. It's not that old. Right. And look at what has happened to our dollar since then. Yeah. Our dollar is about 30 is worth about 35 times less than it was in 1913. Wow. 35. Wow. Since the creation of the Federal Reserve. So it's almost mm. like <laughs> something's going on, right? Yeah. And yeah. so it's like these select few families, they met in this uh, private island called Jekyll Island. Yep. That's why it's called that. Yeah. And the creature is what they created, yeah. the Fed. Um, and basically it's just, it's an incredible, it's written almost like investigative journalism. Yeah. Like it, it's very like, um, it's entertaining at least yeah. if you're into this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of outlines like basically who the families were and yeah. how they met and uh, even like some personal accounts of like people that, um, eyewitnesses and things like that. Cause yeah. it, cause it's very, it's very sus, right? There's yeah. not, you're not going to find anything about that on the internet or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, bringing it back basically, First, you have to understand that the United States is a corporation. Yep. Then you have to understand that the Federal Reserve isn't what you think it is. Yeah. Then you have to understand that when you're paying taxes, because of the whole thing about the United States being a corporation and your, you being its property. So have you ever noticed on the back of our dollar bills, what does it say? In God we trust. What is that last word? Trust. What is a Trust. A trust is uh, held by for financial reasons. And right, what is the purpose? Protected. So what is the usual purpose people create a trust? Uh, so the money's protected. Yes. Yeah, so specifically, trusts are usually tax exempt. Right. Okay. So we've been going throughout our lives, <laughs> at least this is true for me, thinking that our money, like, oh, that's cool. They're keeping God in the name. Yeah. That is the name of their trust. So the same way you could create a trust called real deal trust, and yeah. that would protect your family's assets yeah. from taxes yeah. and uh, yeah. potential liability. Yep. They called their trust in God. We, yep. That's the name of it, but they did it so cleverly that when you read it out in God, we trust, you think you're saying yes. we trust God. So we're parroting things. We don't even know. I, I mean, this is, I could go an hour just on the dollar bill. There's a lot there. Yeah. Um, but I'll just keep it to the in God we trust thing because I'm going somewhere with that. Yeah, so yeah. once you understand the United States as a corporation and you understand that we're the property of the United States because it was so in debt that it had to basically use us to pay its debts down. Right. Yeah. We're paying taxes and where do our taxes go? At least where do we think they go to the IRS? Right. Yeah. Well, the taxes are actually going to the in God we trust. So in other words, the United States corporation, um, 
have you heard of like a corporate veil or like yes. corporate structuring? Correct. Right. Yep. So yep. you have like a, a, a father company and then you yep. have like ones under it, right? Yep. And it'll kind of provide protection. So you've got the in God we trust up here. It's called the Sest Quivi Trust. Yep. And then you'll have like branches coming out of it. Yep. And the United States Corporation is under it. Mm. And you could also think of the IRS over here under it. Yeah. So you have these. And then, okay, let me go further. Yes. So you have the United States. Yep. Then what, what is in the United States? We are. 50 states. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So each state is also its own corporation. Then let's go down from that. Inside of states, what do you have? Cities. You have cities. Each city is its own corporation. And then how do states and cities enforce law? Um, Police. Yeah. And court. Yep. Policemen are debt collectors. The court is a debt collector for the business of that jurisdiction. So if you get pulled over in San Diego yeah. by SDPD, yeah. that is a debt collector. That is not a criminal law interaction. Yeah. That is a commercial law, commerce, yeah. business. Why? You're speeding. Here's yeah. your ticket. Yes. What is that? Pay us. Yeah. That's business. Yeah. That's how they make their money. Yeah. So then you go to court to fight it, right? And the judge and the judge they're determining who's getting paid. Yeah. That you can look up that courtroom and it is a business. You can look these things up on yeah. Dun and Bradstreet. Yeah. You should be familiar with of that. Course. You run a business. Yeah. yeah of you can look it up. Yeah. So you guys can look up the in God we trust. You can find this trust. Yeah. And you can also look up the, the largest trust in the world. I recently learned this. Seed and Co. C-E-D-E and Co. It owns something like 72 trillion in assets. This is what I'm talking about. Look it up on Dun and Bradstreet. Yeah. You can see the numbers. You can see. And usually, seed and Co. Seed and Co. Usually they're uh, incorporated in like Delaware of or course. Washington, D.C. Yeah. Um, and th there's whole reasoning behind that. I'm not, yep. I'm not too much of an expert in it, Yep. but, um, you know, these, these rabbit holes go deep, but yeah. what's crazy about it is as fragmented as they can sometimes seem. Yeah. Everything I have studied thus far connects. Yeah. So it's like, hopefully that kind of painted a picture, like from the most, you've got the United States up here Yep. down to, you've got 50 States Yep. down to, you've got cities. And then how do you enforce that? You do it with police and then you do it with the courts. Yep. But like, unless you're going into a federal court, that is a court that is in the jurisdiction of the law, which is man made law that they're constantly changing. Like for example, yeah. mandates. Yeah. You've seen the things about yes. like a mandate isn't law. Right. That's the difference between legal and lawful. Right. So now we're getting into things like common law. So you go into the wrong courtroom. You're not in a courtroom. Like it intimidates you because there's all of this yeah. propaganda around and there's all of this ritual and you're like, what the hell is this? Right. And it seems like, um, it's easy to play small is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. But what's important to understand is that unless you're in a federal court, you're in a debt collection company right now. <laughs> And they're only concerned with what you're going to pay them. And the laws that they're governed by are man-made mandates that they can constantly change and use confusing wording to bend to what they want it to mean so that no matter what, they can get your money. And so that's the weird world we now live in where like people will say, like I talk on social media about yeah. not paying taxes. Yeah. People are like, 
are you, you seriously don't pay taxes or like nuance is important. Context is important. Right. I'm not just saying, I just say fuck you and I don't pay the IRS. Yeah. yeah. There's a way to yes. do it. Right. Legally. Exactly. And so it's a difference between like, am I saying that you should do this? Yeah. No. All I'm saying is that it's possible and that this is what the matrix was about. Right. You can be Neo yeah. in a world of agent Smith's. And that was a legit documentary. Wow. <laughs> and the more I study consumer law and common law yeah. and find out about how like not only are the banks in on it, but all of the corporations are in on it down to the police are in on it down to the courtrooms are in on it up to the federal government is in on it up to the people who print our money and make our monetary supplier in on it. And the politicians are in on it. And so it's like, everyone's playing the game, but you, yeah, that should bother you. Yeah. So I learned how to play the game Yeah, because the hardest part is fear. Yeah. And that's why I teach what I teach from a spiritual lens. Yeah. Because as you've learned experientially, when you are aligned here yeah, and you're, you're at peace here and you've learned how to operate from a place of love and, and faith. Yeah. You move different. Oh yeah. You're going to take what other people would call risks yeah. that others can't fathom. Right. And that's a lot of what's been happening to me lately. Yeah. Um, where people either don't believe some of what I'm saying or yeah. they're like, you just wait. Like, <laughs> they're going to Wesley Snipes you. And it's yeah. like, all crimes are commercial. Yeah. What does that mean? That means that the only way you can go to jail and be criminally prosecuted for something like we're talking about, like not paying back a debt or not paying taxes is if you're so ignorant of the law that you consent unknowingly consent because that's always how they get us. Yes. We unknowingly consent to be tried criminally. You just waived your rights that, that, that would be the same as getting an attorney who doesn't actually have your rights. Yeah. And that's a whole separate rabbit hole to get into. Attorneys don't actually have your best interests at heart. They have to pass the bar exam. The bar is owned by Europe. Yep. They work for Europe. They work for those same families. They get a bigger check if you go to jail than if you stay out. Wow. They get checks on the back end. You're kidding me. So we're me. talking about the biggest racket. Like this is crazier than the Matrix. It's crazier yeah. than yeah. it. It's it's crazier than a sci-fi movie. Give me a little bit on that. Now that you t- you tease me with the the court Which one? with the attorneys and the they get they get <laughs> more when you go to jail. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm definitely not an expert in this, but here's yeah. here's what I have come to um what I've come to learn. So <clears throat> there's something called maritime admiralty law. Yeah. And this is basically uh the law of the water. Yeah. And this originated back when all commerce was being done on ships, right? Yeah. Um which wasn't that long ago. Right. A few hundred years ago, you know, you had ports and um ships had to come into dock and all of that. So just a quick rundown for you to understand maritime law without me having to explain um, details. Let's think about some words. Yeah. Why is, for example, banks. So maritime 
admiralty law has mm -hmm. to do with water. Yep. Okay. Yeah. What do we call it when you have cash that's ready to invest? Uh, liquid cash. Liquidity. Yeah. Root word. Liquid. Liquid. Similar to water. Mm. Where do we hold our money in checking or savings accounts? Where do we hold it? Banks. Yeah. Well. Oh. Water runs through. There's a bank on either side mm. that dams water, right? Yep. Then we have words like currency. Current. Yep. So our entire wow. monetary system <laughs> is based off of water words. Admiralty maritime law. So now we're getting into the spiritual aspect of we're using spells and we're having spells used on us every day and we don't actually know what these things mean. And the realm of study that I'm getting into here is quite frankly called etymology. Yeah. And that is the origin of words. Right. And so the easiest, like kind of like the sovereignty starter pack is yeah. like you want to get yourself a Black's Law Dictionary. And you want to get yourself an etymology. Well, they have an awesome app called yeah. uh, just look up etymology app. Yeah. And you can look up the root of words. Yeah. And so many things you, you would think, you know what they mean. You search it in there. It means the exact opposite. You've been getting played. <sighs> Unbelievable. And so the difference is, is like what we were taught words meant in the education system, which was created by the Rockefellers to fund their to basically create f legions of workers yeah. to fund their factories yes. that they created. Yeah. So it was this loop. They're dictating what you're learning and they're teaching you that words mean one thing because they're teaching it to you through Merriam Webster dictionary, but the law, what words mean in law yeah. is completely different. So for example, yeah. we're taught like there's all this stuff about race, right? Yeah. Black yeah. people, white yeah. people, race yeah. wars. Yeah. If you look up what black means yeah. in the Webster's, law dictionary fourth edition it means pale white <laughs> yeah. yeah race is a man made construct oh. we're taught words exactly opposite of what they actually mean you look up what debt means yeah it means to keep something away from someone <laughs> what's being kept away from you yeah right yeah so it goes pretty deep um, to tie it into what you were saying about the yeah. bar. So yeah. I brought up maritime law because it's, a, I'm trying to keep it simple yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, so when you walk into a courtroom, yeah. everything about that situation, you're stepping onto a ship metaphorically. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> I forget the name of it, but yeah. there's like the easel you have to walk through, right? right? Yeah. There's a name for that. And it's a water word. I can't think of it off the top of my yeah, head, but yeah. you guys can look into this. It's yeah. a water word. Yeah. And as soon as you step through that, that is symbolic. Once again, consent. You yeah. don't know what you're doing, but by stepping through that, you're consenting. You're now stepped onto a ship. So you were on land when you were in the audience. And as soon as you went up there to yeah. be a defendant or yeah. the other side, yeah. you're now consenting to be prosecuted by the law of the water, which is Admiralty Maritime Law. And this is where it gets in. This is the realm of common yeah, law yeah, now. Yeah. And basically the way that they've screwed us is once upon a time we were governed by God's law. Yeah. And this gets into the spiritual aspects mm -hmm. of like you talking about like wanting to really learn who you are. Right. And God's law is basically do not harm others. 
treat others as you want to be treated. Do yep. not disturb the peace. There's yep. really just a few laws yeah. in common law. Yeah. And as long as you don't breach any of those, they have no grounds to arrest you or charge you with anything. Then they created man-made law. That's what Admiralty Maritime Law is. Mm. So all of the problems that you see happening yeah. now, whether it's, uh, you know, why, why am I paying these ridiculous fines or, or why do I actually have to pay this? Isn't there a way out of yeah, this? Yeah. Or the words that are being used in the monetary system or the banking system or with debt or taxes, all of that is po or vaccines. Yeah. All of that is only possible because they can literally just create new statutes and mandates every single day yeah. that you'll never be able to keep up with to actually know your rights. Right. But common law supersedes man-made law because common law also known as natural law yep. comes directly from God. It comes from biblical texts. Yep. It was derived from the Bible as well as other spiritual texts. Yep. So I've done like full master classes in the LUC breaking down scripture and translating how what people thought was a cool story and they got caught up on the characters. Yeah. It was actually teaching us all about credit. Deuteronomy 15, I yeah. believe it is. Yeah. It dives into not doing uh, business with, with foreign nations. Yeah. And it also dives into how after seven years, the number seven, I'm yeah. sure you've heard has yes. spiritual implications, but after seven years, debts will be cleared. Let me ask you this. How long does a derogatory mark stay seven on your years. credit report? Seven years. Precisely. Yeah. So there's, there's like, you know, it's a whole long passage. I don't know it off top, but yeah. I broke down line for line yeah. what was actually being said. And then I compared that to check this out. Yeah. The, in, the chapter, the entire chapter that goes into anything related to consumer law yeah. is 15 USC and Deuteronomy 15 is the most in-depth passage of the entire Bible that uses the words credit and debt. You're kidding me. They got it from the Bible <laughs> 15. They didn't even try to change the numbers. So it's deep, it's deep. And I've had to, these are just things that I've had to find on my own, right? Like someone else can look at that and be like, oh, that's, that doesn't mean anything. And that's fine. Yeah. yeah. But to me, you see it and, and go like, look at it later for yourself yeah. and look at it through the lens of everything that we talk about. It's hard to not get chills. Yeah. Right. It's unbelievable. And it's, it's just, that was straight prophecy. And so what happened was. <sighs> We were ordained with certain birthrights and over time, <clears throat> back to man being corrupt, Yeah. over time, people who wanted more power didn't like the equal playing field yeah. and they wanted to find mm. ways to manipulate it with for their own gain and their family's own gain so that they could maintain power over generations and not have an equal competition. So they found ways to create laws, man-made laws, yep. and kind of divert people's attention and trick them into consenting into this new system. Yep. So what I'm speaking to is the difference between the word legal and lawful. Yep. Lawful yeah, yeah, yeah. speaks to common law. Yep. And that is ultimately all we have to answer to, especially if you believe in God. Right. If you're a child of God, you have about three you have basically commandments yep. to abide by. Yep. And if, as long as you live in alignment with those, yeah. no man gets to speak on what happens to you. Yeah. No man is above you. 
No man gets to handcuff you. Yeah. No man gets to trespass on you. Yeah. These types of things. Right. But we're now in this situation where, you know, people go, you know, paying taxes, that's illegal. And I'm like, you're right. That's your problem. Yeah. You're in the legal system. Yes. You don't want to be over here. This is yeah. where they'll mandate things and shove them in your arm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another example is like, why am I never tripping off that? Yeah. Why didn't I feel the need to move or get special exemptions or because I'm not even in that system. Yeah. You can remove yourself from that system. Yeah. You can operate and be governed. You can choose what governs you and you can choose to be governed by common law yeah. or you can choose to be governed by legal law, yeah. man-made, man-made law. law. And there's a hierarchy yeah. and man's ideas will never supersede our creator's ideas and preordained birthrights. So that's the situation that we're in. And so what about people that are like, like atheists that, that, that they don't even believe in God. They don't even believe there's a higher power. Like what, what about, cause there's going to be guys, uh, friends sure. of mine that, that watches that, that think it's ridiculous. Yeah. What, what, um, what, what are they, are they just automatically legal law and the jokes on them? <laughs> what? <laughs> I usually just say that I feel for them. You feel for them. There's yeah, no reason because, to even go into it. Yeah. Like sometimes actually it just happened before I came in here for this podcast. Really? Sometimes I get people in my DMS like just followed me. I don't know who they are. So yeah. I'm like, Hey, how'd you find out about my page? And, um, you know, this guy's like, <clears throat> just straight into it. So you're telling me I could go buy a TV and some guns, put it on a credit card and not pay the debt. And like, yeah. they just go straight to it. And it's like, for a lot of people, this stuff is like, uh, they, they just see the material shit yeah. and yeah. they're like, Oh, I could go buy a car and discharge that. Yeah. Like they, they can't be possible. And then he proceeds to the reason I'm bringing this up is yeah. because yeah. I let him know, like, I, I guess you could do that. But number one, that's an oversimplification. Number two, I probably wouldn't recommend buying guns on credit cards. Yeah. And number three, that's not the point. Yeah. And he comes back like, you're lying. Like this, this is like, when they say too good to be true, this is the type of thing they're talking about. And I just responded like, dude, I'm not selling you anything. Yeah. I have nothing to prove to you. Like, good luck. Yeah. Like, so that, that's kind of the yeah. thing is like, I learned, I spent over five years since being in some form of a leadership coaching role. Yeah. I spent the first five years trying to save people. Mm. And I finally closed that karmic cycle in 2020. Yeah. Tough lesson to learn. Yes. Um, because I derived because of some of my early childhood dynamics, I derived self-worth from, from trying to save others. Mm. And, and that kept me stuck. It yeah. kept me in a range because when you try to save people who are addicted to suffering, yes, that just pulls you down. Right. They don't actually want, they help. don't actually want help. So, so a lot of people, they just want to debate me and I don't have time for that. Yeah. Save yourself or don't. I'm yeah. building a raft either way. The yeah. flood is coming either way. I'm going to be good. Yeah. I've been good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's that like how, like the audacity yeah. of, um, there's just a lot of people that are like, huh, you're wrong. And you need to prove to me why you're not wrong. And it's yeah. like, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I really could care less. Like, yeah. have fun paying taxes. Yeah. Enjoy it. Have fun working. Have fun thinking that your, your dollars life. actually go to the roads and hospitals. Have yeah. fun with that. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh. I, can, I can show you uh, studies. Uh, 
when uh, it was either Roosevelt or Nixon was in office, yeah. he had his cabinet do like the largest study on where our tax dollars went. Yeah. And it shows that 0% actually goes to our, uh, our roads, yeah. highways, uh, hospitals, things of that nature. Yeah. Like the actual president, they put it where, out. Where was it going? I don't remember. I, don't, I, can, <laughs> I know where it wasn't. If, if you wanted to share the resource, I'll have to go find it and I can, I can yeah. send it to you later. Yeah. But it's just like a crazy thing, you know? And I always teach from the lens of like, I'm used to like, cause like we went through my whole story. So now yeah. it's, it's over a decade of me being the crazy dude. So yeah. <laughs> I'm already used to anticipating skepticism. Yeah. Like number one, that's healthy. Like yeah. you should, like Absolutely. if you're just like, yeah. Oh yeah, that, it all makes sense. Like, Th- that's us. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, uh, you yeah. should be doubting it. Yeah, yeah. But also like it's up to, you know, this isn't for everyone. No, at all. No, it's a, like, you're going to have to be a leader. You're, you're probably already going to have to be someone who's never really quite fit in and noticed mm. like things, even just, even if just unconsciously, like, what I have found in, in cause we've really created a, a family in the LUC, like yeah. the people who joined, they're already somehow on this wavelength, right. even without this information, they're yeah. like already there. Right, and correct. that's just a testament to like law of attraction and yes. you know, your vibe attracting your tribe and stuff. But when you're teaching this stuff, like what I've noticed is pretty much all of these people. And we now have like s- almost 70 members. Yeah they almost every single one of them has a very similar background to me in the sense of not the drugs, but in the sense of like feeling like things didn't add up. Yeah. So if you, if you don't already have the background of like, for example, if you're looking around the world right now and this seems normal to you, yes, then it's probably not for you. This is probably not. (laughs) Like if you're just like, can't wait for the next booster. Yeah. And, uh, want to mask God, up Biden's such a fearless leader and a great role model like if that's you then this isn't for you <laughs> but like if you're looking at it like this is a sick fucking joke that makes Jersey Shore look, look like a masterpiece yeah. that deserves a Grammy yeah then uh there's answers for you there's answers for you oh my god all right so so now we're we're over 90 minutes in Okay, so, and I want to keep going so bad. So we gotta, we gotta, but I want to hit on. Can we hit on? Can we hit on the credit thing? Yeah, I wanted the race thing. I want to hit on mm-hmm. because you said the black in in the dictionary is actually what clear pale. pale. It means pale and white. Yeah, but for the, sure. The, the, what's happening? <clears throat> all right, let me just. What's it's hap- brilliant? You have to uh, you have to appreciate. A lot of people are stuck in this thing of like, oh. Fuck the powers that be. Yeah. You have to give them their flowers and study it. How did they pull it off? Right. Because that's your key to success. That's your key. And and if you can't get past the the anger and the the hatred, that's just propagating duality. Yeah. And that's ultimately the opposite of love. The opposite of love is separation. It's not hate. So you think you're doing something to hurt them or beat them. You're doing exactly what they want you what to they do want you to do when you're not unifying and even them, even them. So getting to that point where it's like having empathy for them, like yeah. 
that they feel so small or they felt so powerless that they needed to do this yeah. to to feel okay or whatever it may be, right? Like we're never going to know the exact reasons, but yeah. I can, you can kind of discern from yeah. human nature yeah. why yeah. people would do this. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to kind of share that tidbit, but I brought that up because yeah, like I saw your mind going to the place. Like there's so many lanes yeah. and that's where it is. It's like, it's, it's a, it's an orchestra yeah. all working in symphony. Yeah. Like I know Jack's touched a bit on like the food yeah. and then like the pineal gland and yep. even yep. like the toothpaste and yep. then like what's on the TV and yep. what's in the music, like yep. the music. it's everything Decibles. at once. And that's the only way you can pull it off. And that is why people like me sound crazy because they didn't, they left no stone unturned. 100%. So, so in order to have this conversation, you got to be all in <laughs> and you got to know every piece. Cause if you only know some, you're like, yeah, but what about this and this and this? Like, no, like it's everything is connected. So even like the aspect of race, I'm definitely not an expert on this. Once again, I just do my own research and I'm, I'm learning every day. But, um, what I will say about that is, what we were taught about the history of, you know, how we came to America yeah. was entirely false. It was entirely created by the same people who have a, who benefit from you believing a certain something. I'll just leave it at that yeah. from the same people who created the school system, which I already mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. So they dictate what books are in there. They yeah. dictate what goes in your brain, which dictates what you think is reality right now. Right. Yeah. So how, why are you so confident that your reality is, is the reality? Just yeah. think about that. Think you about learned it. it from a book. You're just regurgitating. Yeah. So a lot of what actually happened is, and there's different accounts. I don't want to claim like I know the absolute truth, but from my understanding, this land was yeah. already populated yeah. by aboriginals basically copper colored people. Yeah. This is what people who are now called black yeah. are. Yeah. They're referred to as Moors. Yep. They call themselves Moors sometimes. Mm -hmm. And basically we didn't bring them here. They were here. Yeah. We took their land, raped, pillaged, enslaved. We made them adopt our European colonialist systems. We uh, colonized them, yeah. right? So that's essentially what happened. And the uh, the benefit or what comes along with that yeah. is that you get to rewrite their history. So there was also this sinister aspect of trying to really oppress a certain demographic. And the way they did that is, well, once you rape, pillage, and then kind of like enslave and, and establish that like hierarchy right yeah, yeah well then it's only going to take a few generations of like whoever wins the battle gets to write history right yeah. have you ever noticed how history is his story yes so whoever wins the battle gets to write what happened yeah the europeans won the battle yep they got yeah. to rewrite aboriginals history and they called them african-americans and <laughs> created these things about that they came from africa they didn't even come from Africa. They were already here. This was their land. This is their land. Yeah. So in many senses, Native Americans and um, African-Americans, they're not very different. Yeah. They're, they were aboriginals. They, yeah. This is their land. This yeah. was their land. So um, there's that piece of it. And then 
so the words like African-American, that's just straight programming. And then also once again, the word black. Yeah. So just look it up guys, uh, free PDF online or try to find it. Um, black's law dictionary, fourth edition, just look up what black means. And it's clearly says pale white. It has a number of different things, but it's just like one of those things, like I'm sure you've, you're familiar. Like it's, they mock us. They put it in your face. Yeah. Like, uh, in the, kids cartoons or it's right in your face. Yeah. Like it's kind of a joke, Yeah, but it's also an agreement apparently that they have with uh, call it Satan or whatever. It's also an agreement that they have that uh, they do have to show what they're doing. Yeah. It's just shown subconsciously and most people don't pick up on it. Yeah. So that's like, to me, that's just like a sick joke that they pull where like they literally chose the one word that means the opposite. Unbelievable. And we still have people going black lives matter. Yeah. Go look who funds that. Yeah. Like so it goes so it, it goes who's so funding deep, it. right? Who's funding it? So you now, now, not only do you have white people fighting black people, yeah, you they're like yes, division, yeah. But now you've got half the black community yeah. going, Black Lives Matter. Democrats help will help us, you know. Yeah. Go Joe yeah. Biden, yeah. he yeah. really cares. Go Kamala, yeah. And then the other half, who's like, yo. That's a man-made construct. You're oppressing us more than the white man is. Yeah. So now they've got them. They're oppressing themselves. Yeah. And I'm sure it's polarizing to say that and to hear that. Um, but I am friends with and learn from a number. Almost every one of my mentors yeah. is what I'll call. I'm not even going to call them African-American. Uh, Aboriginal. Yeah. I learned from almost entirely melanated people. Yeah. And this is what they have taught me about their history. Yeah. Of like what actually happened yeah. of learning yeah. from books and accounts that you're not going to find, right? School is yeah. not going to show you them. You've never heard of them. You're not going to see them on Amazon. And v- so now it's within their own people. Yeah. But they're definitely a minority. I'd say 10% or less are aware of any of that. You know, so and then there's so there's the whole division of like, if you're saying the one thing, then then the others are coming at you of like, you know, you're selling out our people, you're you're confusing our heritage. Yeah. But then yeah. on their side, it's like, yo, you guys are literally supporting the enemy yeah. by saying Black Lives Matter. Like yeah. you're literally enslaving yourself. Like they took the chains off in uh, whatever a hundred hundred ish hundred and fifty yeah. years ago. They just switched them from physical chains to mental chains yeah. and the way they do that is through words now words and systems but it all starts with words so etymology is key i teach a lot of that if you because you can't get into common law or consumer law yeah. but until you understand words it'd yes. be like trying to be a rapper but you don't really have a good diction yeah you can't you know yeah like yeah. good luck so because word and words are spells right yeah. like literally when you're saying something it has a certain vibration yeah, yeah. and then it also has unconscious and subconscious um, implications to it in the way that it makes you feel and things that get processed yeah, that yeah. you're not even consciously aware of. Yep. So that's kind of like, it's genius. It's genius. It's genius. It's genius. It's genius. All right. So we're going to, we got to hit on this. I got to get some information out of you Try on this. Uh, I don't know. Can you give me a couple, just, just give me a few minutes on the credit thing. And then okay. I got another topic in mind. We're going to end on this other topic. Cool. Cool. We're gonna we're gonna land the plane, <clears throat> but give me a cup because the credit thing is so big. I, and who's ever who's ever still tuned in here, they're, they're they just picked up on this on this resonated with this anyway. So they're they're still here. I know it. <laughs> the others that ain't here anymore, like you said, <laughs> you know they're they're buying into what's happening. Good luck with that. See yeah. ya. Wouldn't want to be it. 
anyway, give me the give me a few minutes on the credit. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Let's start here. Okay. When you're born, when you were born, your parents were tricked into creating a birth certificate for you. Yep. That birth certificate is attached to it has a certain I don't know if it's nine, ten digit, it has a code yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. That code, that contract turned you into property. Yep. So you remember what I talked about. Yeah. If you yeah. didn't get a birth certificate, yeah. you are what would be called fully sovereign. You never got plugged into the system. Yep. The second you have that contract, your birth certificate is now traded on publicly traded bond markets and mm. equities markets. Mm -hmm. You're a literal commodity. Anyone who wants to look deeper into this, you can go to gmeiutility.org, either .com or .org, yeah. gmeiutility. Type in your social with the dashes. Yeah. And you can go see how many people are currently accessing your credit. Now, that's not going to fully make sense until I explain this, but, yes. but it, just keep that in mind. Okay. So birth certificate puts you in the system that's been traded your whole life. Yeah. So like you said, you're 50. Yeah. So if you look that up, Jack's had like 175,000. Think of them as karmic cords. Yeah. Leached onto her right yeah. now. Yeah. 175,000 entities are currently leeching her credit in some way. Wow. Now, what does that mean? Like, oh, you should go file a, a identity theft? Like, no, no. Just in the sense of, number one, it's being publicly traded. And number two, anytime you've ever entered your social for anything, yeah. which everything requires it. Everything, yeah. Or they say they do, right? That's, right. That's the legal side of it, right? Yep. It's not lawful, yep. but it's legal. Right. Yeah. So with their processes, they're going to tell you it's mandatory if you want to contract with them. Yeah. So every time you do that, check this out. So you go into a dealership, you want yep. to get a $50,000 car. Okay. Yep. yep. They're going to, you know, you, you do your negotiations. They're like, all right, we're going to see what we can do for you. Uh, they're going to go run your credit. Yep. They're going to come back and they're going to be like, all right, so we weren't able to approve you. Right. So let's just say they weren't able to approve you. Yep. That $50,000 they pulled, yeah. they got paid the second they pulled that, regardless, yeah. even though they came back out and they declined you. They got paid. They got paid $50,000. And because you don't know your consumer rights, yeah. you'll walk out of there like, oh, I guess I'll try somewhere else or I'll, I'll go try to improve my credit and I'll come back. Yeah. They just got paid $50,000. How? Yeah. Let me tie it in. We've been taught that we're debtors yeah, and that uh, uh, corporations are creditors like the bank, JP Morgan, for example, yeah. or the, the car. You want to get a car, they're going to hit up different banks and see yeah. who you'll qualify for. Yep. So we've been taught that we need Wells Fargo to extend us their credit, right? Yep. And then we become in debt to their credit, right? Yep. Our birth certificate gave us via birthright an infinite open-ended credit plan. Yeah. Meaning that if you have a social, you have unlimited access to credit. We've just been programmed backwards. Yeah. 
So when you go into the uh, auto dealer and they go, all right, we're going to see if you qualify for this $50,000 car and they come back and they say, no, you don't. They got paid off your social. Yep. Do you see how that worked? Yes. They extracted life force from you. Yep. And you don't even know what happened. Now, if you knew consumer law to a in-depth degree, yeah, you can sue them. Yeah. And suing doesn't have to mean going to court. Right. I'm suing people in the mail constantly. Yeah. You can be getting checks in the mail. Yeah. Number one, there's a financial aspect to it. Yeah. Number two, no one is allowed to decline you the extension of your own credit. Yeah. I'm going to say it a few times so that it can sink in. Yeah. Because we've been taught that we're being extended credit. Yes. And what does that do spiritually to us? It puts us in a victim mindset yep. because we're not the one who's calling the shots. Yes. So we're basically like, please, JP Morgan, yeah, please you... approve me. And then when they go, you know what? We're only going to fuck you and charge you 10% a year for 30 years. And you're so happy for them to do that. Thank you so much. Now yeah. I can, you know, keep yeah. up with the Joneses. Yeah. Not knowing that that's your credit. You extended to them. <laughs> they pulled it out from your infinite credit plan for that amount of the mortgage. Yeah. And they went, here, yeah. yeah, have it right back plus 10% a year over 30 years. So you end up paying three times back to them in a fraudulent transaction. And if you know how to prove this with the law, yeah. that is how debt discharge works. So <sighs> banking is fraud. I believe straight it's straight up um, fraud. Straight up fraud. I believe it's 12 USC 1411 clearly states the. Uh, duties of a bank yeah nowhere in there does it say that they're allowed to lend nowhere they're not even allowed to lend oh my god it's like congress wrote this yeah it clearly states so congress will tell you that the united states is a corporation yeah congress will tell you that banks aren't allowed to lend there has to be what's called the equal um, basically an equal exchange of value. Yeah. And since we're dealing with a fake fiat currency yeah. and banks no longer hold gold in the vaults, right. what is what are they giving you? Yeah. You gave them your credit. They gave you back your credit. Where was the equal exchange yeah. of value? It wasn't. So if you can prove that, this is how you know, some of my mentors have discharged their houses. <laughs> are you kidding Straight me? up mortgage deed in their name. Even though they're living in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm paying the mortgage for a while, whatever Yep, they've got. Yeah. Because they didn't, you know, you didn't know you were being violated for five years. And then on the first month of the sixth year, you're like, fuck this. Yeah. And so, you know, you, number one, you can technically, according to federal law, get all of those payments back. Yeah. And number two, depending on the statutes we're talking about, some sections are a thousand dollars per violation. They did some sections are 10,000. Some sections are a hundred, a hundred thousand. And that's just, if you're going off of like counting how many violations they had, Yeah, that's not if you decide to take them to court and then you can sue for mental, emotional damages and <laughs> that's up to you. So, and, and so can you still live in the house? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the whole point. So that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's called like, uh, entities put a, a lien on it, a yeah. security interest. Yes. So you buy a car yeah. and they have a lien on your car until you make your last payment. Right. Then they'll send you your, your title slip yeah. with the, uh, without a lien on it. Yeah. So you stop paying your payments. They, they are going to come try to repo it. Yeah. But the house, you know, you're going to be, get a knock on the door. They're going to come try to foreclose it. Yeah. So that's where it's like, 
once again, that's why I'm not like, I'm selective with what I share on social media because you know, how many people am I going to get applying for the LUC if I start talking about how you can discharge a house? And number one, it's like, (laughs) I haven't done that. I like to teach from experience. Yes. Yeah. And number two, just because you can do something. Yeah doesn't mean I'm telling you to do it. And it also doesn't mean you're spiritually and cognitively qualified. Yeah. You have to have brass balls and certainty. Like you see how I can just name codes off top and I can tell you about them. And and if you went to read that code right now as a new person, you'd be like, how did you get that from this? And it's like, cause I had to train my brain to decipher what their bullshit language means. Yes. I put in the time. Yeah. And so it's like, there's no sh- quick fix and um, there's a lot of people <laughs> now entering this space. Well, I shouldn't say a lot. It's like very yeah. small, Yeah. but I'm just saying I'm noticing more and more people who like, there's a type of person who comes in who's like, let's uh, you know, like what can I do from do with this in 30 days? And yeah. it's like, or like uh, I can't pay my, my mortgage. My house is about to be foreclosed on. Will this work for me? And it's like, uh, no, you're going to need to study for a solid year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. So if your mind isn't blown with that one, I'm just telling, okay. Unreal. And that applies to student loan debt, credit card debt, auto debt, any debt, any debt. Every bit of it has been basically. A, a, a... Yes. Because all debt is fraud. Remember when I said all crimes are commercial? Yes. All debt is fraud. It, it's all coming back to like, we've now touched on some some really cool foundations yeah. and i think we laid a good enough broad slate yeah. like yeah. once you understand that the united states is a corporation yep. you understand all that stuff yep then you understand how the birth certificate works and you go look up your social and you're going to be like what in the shit yeah. 200 pages of i don't even want to look gonna at see, mine you're going to see jack's looked hers up she, you'll see rockefeller are you kidding Rothschild. me yeah you're you'll see me. the actual Shut names up. of the families who are leeching and what are the spiritual implications of that like if you in the spiritual space, there's a exercise is called cord cutting Yeah, where you cut kind of like either relationships yeah. or like entities. You, yeah. you kind of like cleanse yourself. Yeah. What are the implications of 175? Like, like, like a deliverance kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Like a, a baptism. Yeah. And um, so there's that <sighs> aspect of it. And then once you understand that <clears throat> your birth certificate, so 15 USC 1602 goes through all of the definitions. This is called truth in lending act. Yeah. It's basically just the foundations of let's explain all up front. When we say person, what does it mean? Yeah. When we say debt, what does it mean? When we say credit card, what does it mean? For example, credit card doesn't mean your chase or your MX platinum. Yeah. Credit card is your social security card. I probably should have started there. So you learn this when you read the definitions, 15 USC 1602, go down to where it says what credit card means. And it will say any plate or coupon, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't want to paraphrase the whole thing, but it's talking about your birth certificate. So when now when you're reading any laws or statutes about a credit card, it's not talking to you about Amex. It's talking to you about your social. That is what originates all consumer credit transactions. But we don't know that because they tricked us with the verbiage. So if you think a credit card is your chase freedom, yeah, then you're reading all of it. And you're like, Jeremy, I don't, none of this is helping me. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, that's the whole legal lawful thing. Yeah. You got to understand words. Yeah. But a credit card, <laughs> once you understand that that's your social, you realize the power you hold as a consumer. Yeah. 
you have a lot of power as a consumer. And the entire chapter, 15 USC chapter 41, the entire chapter, it's very thorough, is all about consumer laws that are federally protected. You're federally protected as a consumer <sighs> under by the Senate and Congress. And there's a number of institutions that enforce this. Government bureaus enforce this. You're kidding me. So you, you can basically go above these entities and make them comply. <sighs> and this is what I do and am now teaching. This is what you do and are now teaching. Yeah. Okay, so that's a whole, like, okay, my mind's freaking blown. Now, we're going to wrap this up with, I want you to give everybody that's still hanging on right now, mm-hmm. and their minds are exploding at this point, what's happening right now in a society in our country, or let's say the world, with the, with the pandemic and the fear, and you got to get the vaccine. Give me your quick, your advice for those listening and that are right now, how they're, they don't know where to go from here. What do I do? Can you sum this up? Is that possible? Or am I, am I opening up another rabbit hole here? <laughs> it's, <clears throat> was this whole thing just, has it been in works for years? Can we yeah. go? Yeah. Many decades. Many decades. Yeah, so so 2020 was just their opportunity to shift generational wealth and and have the public's... See, if they would have orchestrated... If they would have just came out and tried to announce, yeah. hey, we're going to shift you know, away from the dollar. We're going to migrate more to cryptocurrency. We're going to start mandating things. We're going to require you to have vaccine passports. We're going to go more, more towards socialist and kind of like what China's doing with the social yeah. scores. If they would have just came out and done that, yeah. the world would like, sorry, the United States would have went into pandemonium and there yeah. would have been resistance yeah. even with the sheep. Yes. But you orchestrate a crisis and hu- a lar- large percentage of humans will willingly yeah. give away their rights. Yes. So they needed to usher in a once in a every few decades systemic change. You notice crypto finally got its start in 2020. Yes. You notice they printed 40% mm. of the um, entirety of all they've ever printed in quantitative easing in, in the last year. Mm. In 2020 alone, they printed 40% of our dollar, our money supply. I want you to really think about that. I said it was created in 1913. The Fed was created in 1913. In 2020, they devalued our dollar 40% in one year. One year. So they're intentionally debasing our currency. And we're headed towards the United States isn't going to be the the world currency. We're not going to use the dollar. They're intentionally devaluing it. And that's why money has to flow into assets. Otherwise, you're getting reamed. Where Mm. What are you? (laughs) So like crypto is the perfect hedge because everyone's starting to catch on. Like. Mm -hmm these there's obviously an agenda people think they're stupid they're not stupid they're they know what they're doing yeah so um yeah i mean i think what do we do here well i'm personally of the belief that um things aren't nearly as bad as a lot of people and who i may people who know i guess who you would say in in our circle yeah um who know these types of things yeah it's easy to be very uh very doom and gloom about it yeah it is 
Um, but here's what I've noticed. The doom and gloomers have made a shitload of predictions. Because remember, I've been into this for 12, 13 years now. Mm-hmm. Like I watched the 9-11 documentary when I was like 17. Yeah. About how that was an inside job. Yeah. I wrote a paper on it in college. My mm. professor gave me an A plus and said, I agree. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like I was waiting for 2020 to happen. Yeah. It's not a surprise to me, but most of the world is like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but where I was going with this is that um, a lot of people are, are doom and gloom about it. And because I've been in, I've been aware of these things for a long time. It's not new to me when you're, when you're new, you're like, Oh my God, like, it's going to shit. Like it's, yeah. ha- it's happening yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, uh, you know, like Jesus is going to come back tomorrow type. Yeah. Like, yes. Like my mom. Right. Um, I'm just of the opinion that this is all part of the plan. Yeah. And, and I don't even mean the man plan. Yeah. I mean the divine plan, the divine plan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that, um, the rapture is happening tomorrow. I don't think that, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. I think that um, in many ways, there's never been a more. There's never been a better time to be alive in many ways. Mm. It just depends where you're focusing your two superpowers, which is your intention and your attention. Love you that. can create your world or you can look at the world to determine what you want to create. And if you do the latter, you're fucked. Yeah. If you do the latter, you're not going to create or you're going to create toxicity. If you start inwards and and your your reality is just a projection of what occurs in here first, the world is a beautiful place. Yeah. And when you go deep enough into consciousness work or you take psychedelics or you have any sort of transcendental out of body type experiences, it's become very obvious to me that none of this is, I guess the best way to say it is that everything that's happening is just a projection of ourself. Mm-hmm. Like when, when you zoom out far enough, there is only one consciousness in existence and it is perceiving itself. And that is life. Yeah. So we might think there's seven point something billion people, but that's just different lenses. We're viewing like I'm looking at myself right now. Yeah. And I know in some senses we know that like, oh, we're all one. Like, let's not fight. But literally in the higher, higher levels of consciousness, that's just the literal, the best way I could explain it. And so from those, that's the lens that I live through. Yeah. I don't know how practical that's going to be for your audience or someone who's, you know, not as, um, doesn't have a a background in, in spirituality. But the reason why I think that that's important is because I don't hate Joe Biden. Yeah. I don't have issues with the fed. I think that all of these things are manifesting. Mm. They're here's the best way to say it. They're projections of our own psyche. Mm. That's it. That's it. We're seeing on the, we're seeing it's the microcosm macrocosm thing. We're seeing out in the world what we refuse to face when we're sitting alone in Lotus position in a chair, the parts about ourselves, we refuse to look at the ugliness, the, 
the things we've done or, or at least are capable of mm. the things we've thought that we, we would, we would die before we let anyone know that mm. though that, that shadow. Yeah. Because we repress and suppress it, it manifests. And this is the life's work of people like Carl Jung. Yeah. Who, um, the Swiss psychologist, psychoanalyst, um, who studied the unconscious for their entire lives. And it's basically, you know, he's the one who has that famous quote until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life yet. You'll call it fate. And that's what we're seeing from the individual to the, the entire um, population is until the population as a whole individually each gets to a higher level of consciousness yeah. this is what our world looks like because this is what we look like right it's easy to go that shit's ugly i would never do that but yeah. no, no 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 that's you that's you that's you that's you that's you and as long as we're pointing fingers at rothschilds and rockefellers we're not going up and i don't mean to heaven i mean like levels yeah. of consciousness like we all have to go inward and have that realization at at scale yeah then the world will look very different. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Come on, bro. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Look at the, uh, the every hair standing up on me. He's got chills. Look at that. <laughs> if you watching or listening, well, if you're listening, you can't see this, but dude, we could go on, but that was the perfect ending to this man. And I'll tell you right now, that just pierced my soul in a, phenomenal way what you the, the last thing that you just said was so profound that we're projecting what's inside of us and until until we go within and and what truly self ugh, unbelievable man i jeremy i can't thank you enough for for coming in today um level up collective hit me up get a hold of this guy uh how many peeps can you take into this thing like how many peeps can you take on <clears throat> We don't have a specific limit. We okay. just, um, but we, you got to be ready. Yeah. So the main thing is we do have a qualifying process. So you have to join our wait list and submit an application. Gotcha. And then we have a number <laughs> of questions and then depending on your answers, yeah. um, that lets me get a feel for people. And then if needed, I'll, you know, reach out to them and go a little bit further because I'm not going to, I'm not going to accept your money. Yeah. If, I have any doubts that you're not going to thrive. That's right. basically it. Which is and so that phenomenal. could be consciousness reasons. That could be monetary reasons. That could be self-doubt, re you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to put you in a position where you're not going to potentially succeed or you're just not going to fit in. Like yep. that doesn't benefit anyone. Exactly. Um, so there's that. And then we, we pretty much only do enrollment once a quarter. Yeah. So by the time this comes out, um, they would probably just want to hop on our wait list. And then yeah. our next enrollment should probably be in um, March. <laughs> and and I'm booking you <laughs> like within the day, I'm booking you for your next podcast, bro. On You got it. We, we, we Okay. We, and we got it. We got it. You're like, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, no, I, 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 I love I can, this. Type I can keep of thing. going. Um, and, and ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. If this resonated with you, like comment because everybody's so damn busy they can't even comment anymore right it's like even mustering up a likes like brutal right a share subscribe let us keep going with this flow us meaning real deal talk 
um, you know, the, basically my, I've summed up the real deal talk with, we were all born to win. Mm. We were all born to win. It was our birthright. And we've, we've forgotten that we have forgotten. And it came to me and it, it was the Holy spirit. I call it to, 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 over the weekend that came to me. Cause I was mm. trying, everybody's asking, what's it about? What's it about? And I, and I can explain it pretty well yeah. in a paragraph, but let me just sum it up with one sentence. We were all born to win. Mm. And Jeremy, Dude, this was so powerful. I appreciate you coming in. And until you. the next time, bro, let's keep doing it. Yeah, man. This All was right, great. Man. Love it. Beautiful. Peace and love, everyone. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah.